0: Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com.
1: Hello, everybody. WMMR, Philadelphia.
2: Housekeeping?
3: No, thank you. Sleepy. Housekeeping, you want towels? towels need sleepy.
4: Please go away, let me sleep for the love
1: of God! You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every damn word I have to say! And Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets lost. Casey Boy. Lay off me, I'm starving. Kathy Romano. I'm
3: going to destroy everything you
1: all! Nick McAlway. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata.
3: Pay no attention to
5: that man behind the
1: curtain! And now... Preston and Steve, on 93.3 WMMR.
6: We are beginning, and so are you. Welcome. Uh, The morning has broken.
1: And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano.
6: It is Wednesday. It's the 8th day of November. Good morning, Kathy. Good
7: morning in the news this morning. Sherelle Parker, a Democrat who has held office at the state and local level after first becoming involved in politics as a teenager, was elected Tuesday as Philadelphia's 100th mayor, making history as the first woman to hold the post. The 51-year-old emerged from a crowded field of Democrats in the May primary and was heavily favored over Republican David O in the city, a Democratic stronghold. She will replace Democrat Jim Kenney, who was ineligible for re-election due to term limits. She campaigned on the promise to make Philadelphia the safest, cleanest, greenest big city in the nation that will provide uh, access to economic opportunity for all. Uh, To the tune of the ladies first, an emotional Parker appeared and addressed supporters at her election night watch party at the Sheet Metal Workers Hall in South Columbus Boulevard, repeating campaign promises to address struggles with crime, education, jobs and poverty. The Mount Airy native who was raised by her grandparents vowed to work with Philadelphia state legislative delegation and city council to move the city forward. Having served for 10 years as a state representative for Northwest Philadelphia before her election to the city council in 2015, she touted herself on the campaign trail as a leader whose government experience would allow her to address gaping problems in the city. If
5: she's a Mount Airy native, and I live in Mount Airy, yeah. I expect we will be the first area to get a monorail, <laughs> man. Yeah, so. Is that yeah. what you want? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, do you
6: address uh, Madam Mayor? Is that the uh, the term? I, I don't so. know. Because Mr. Mayor is usually...
5: Uh, yeah, sometimes they will use that. Uh, I think Madam Mayor would be appropriate.
6: Uh,
7: David O, an attorney and at-large city council member, aimed to become the city's first Asian-American mayor. Uh, He ran on lowering Philadelphia's crime rate, including hiring a surge of police officers and addressing drug use. No Republican has won the mayoral race in Philadelphia for more than 70 years. He said it's important for... I know, right? Isn't that crazy? Wow. Uh, He said it is important now for everyone to come behind Parker. A voting machine company's clerical error caused votes in Northampton County to appear to be flipped on a ballot question in that asked whether a pair of incumbent state appeal judges uh, should be retained, officials said Tuesday. Voters were asked to decide whether Pennsylvania Superior Court judges Jack Pinella and Victor uh, Stabile should be retained for an additional 10 year term. So uh, the yes or no votes for each judge were switched on a summary displayed to voters before they cast their ballot. Oh, it's just a nice little What, the hell? what is?
5: Where the hell is that sound coming from? It's my laptop. Where's that oh, okay. sound coming from? <laughs> Sorry, there's nothing on
4: here. Some
6: delightful classical
5: music that was <laughs> playing. You notice <laughs> the second you talk about a voting machine ir- irregularity, your computer pipes up.
2: <laughs> 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 Where's
7: that sound <saddle> coming from?
5: <laughs> <laughs> what? There's nothing on here. Two voting machines. Did. Yeah,
7: yeah. <laughs> voters noticed the error on the printed voting records. Yeah. Okay. They, uh, did they? <laughs> yes, they, <laughs> they did. Uh, produced by touchscreen machines and brought it to the attention of poll workers shortly after the start of the voting Tuesday morning. Despite the glitch on this printed summary, voters actually actual choices were properly recorded by the machine. So they said it was a back end system. They were saying, "Don't worry about it. You're actually putting in the right w- vote." But okay. I don't know. We'll see. In a retention election, citizens vote yes or no uh, to keeping a judge for another 10-year term.
6: I didn't know the judges had 10-year terms. Yeah, 10, ten years. years. Wow. Yeah. 10
5: years, man. 10, okay. yeah.
6: ten.
7: ten years, man! 10! Ten. 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 Yeah. Ten. 10. Okay. Radnor High School in Delaware County was evacuated Tuesday night due to a bomb threat, forcing two polling places to be moved. The threat was reported just after six o'clock in the evening, according to police. It came to the school via email.
6: Where's our on the street correspondent? Uh, I
8: don't, I don't Nick know. Nick was he's reporting on his this. Hair done. Yeah. Last he's going to come in here with wet hair. That's what he does. <laughs> and he leaves here like right before the show is about to start. He's, he's getting doing a cloth. He's got his All morning right. salute and then his. Uh, and then
2: and his, his hair, hair wet.
7: Yeah. Okay, his hair. Uh, his hair
6: did well. He was texting us last yeah. night because he yeah. could see the helicopters that were flying over yeah. the uh, the school. Yeah,
7: yeah. And then he, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Officers <laughs> with the Radnor Township Police Department say, despite the threat being low risk, uh, they needed to evacuate the area. This included a soccer game and the polling places <sighs> located inside the school. So, in total, about a hundred people were evacuated from the scene. Polling places for two precincts were located to uh, relocated to Radnor Elementary, where officials filed for an emergency. Voting extension until 9 p.m.
5: President, I don't want to alarm you, but I, I think your computer did it. Actually, oh, it's yeah, yeah, been very it's suspect,
7: it's very ominous
8: lately. Yeah, uh,
7: no injuries were reported during the incident. Police stated that uh, school will resume, resume as scheduled today, but that there will be an increased police presence on campus. In sports this morning. <laughs> <laughs> just said campus. Yeah. campus. The Flyers opened their three game road trip through California with a 2-1 loss against the Sharks in San Jose. Anthony Declair f- had a goal and an assist as the Sharks won for the first time this season and ended an 11 game losing streak that matched the longest to start a season in NHL history. Blackwood made 38 saves and William Eklund added a power play goal for the Sharks who allowed 10 goals in each of their previous two games. Joel Farabee scored for the Flyers who lost for the fifth time in six games despite outshooting San Jose 39-19. to 19. The road trip continues on Friday night in Anaheim as the Flyers will take on the Ducks. The puck will drop at 10 o'clock. The Sixers, who have won five games in a row to improve to 5-1, and one are at home again tonight and will host the Boston Celtics. In the first meeting between the two teams since the Celtics win in Game 7 of last season's Eastern Conference final, tip-off is at 7 o'clock and the Union will look to advance to the MLS playoff when they take on the New England Revolution tonight in Foxborough, Massachusetts. The match will begin at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning.
6: Hi, right, thanks, Cats. So Wednesday morning, yep, here we are. We have Secret Text Word, chance to win some goods this morning. We are gonna be giving away a pair of tickets to see Nate Bargatze. Hey, who's gonna be performing March seventh at the Wells Fargo Center.
5: Just hosted SNL. Yeah. It was a great one. It was in the
6: big room. Yeah. Uh, so text word secret to three nine three three three. we'll bounce the word back to you and we'll ask you to call in later with the uh, word and the designated caller wins those tickets. And just for the hell of it, we'll grab a random text as well and give away. A pair of tickets to that show on top of it. Uh, Guest on the show this morning. Uh, if you, it's Terrifier, right? It's Terrifier, right? yeah. Series, the right. movie series. If you are a fan of these movies, we have the star of the movies, Art the Clown, David Howard Thornton, <laughs> will be joining us this morning.
5: Yeah, this is you know, uh, fans know how aggressive these films are, but yet oddly enough, it just people just love them. I yeah. love them, yeah. And they just announced the third movie. Uh, which is very exciting. So, and, and he does a <clears throat> excuse me, he does a phenomenal job. He- so
6: he's going to be at uh, Monster Mania Fifty Seven this weekend. Yes, in yes. Oaks, so he's checking in uh, for that. So we'll actually get to. He doesn't speak at all in the movies. right? No, not
5: at all. But yeah. he is very conversive, thankfully, uh, yeah.
6: when he conducts interviews. All right. So we'll chat with him later this morning. We're going live on Fox Good Day, and we got uh, oodles of things to talk about. So we'll take a quick break. We'll come back in a second, and I may remind you. Yeah. Yes. We're five days away from the Camp Out for Hunger. Five days away. The countdown has begun. All the information available at WMMR.com slash campout. Uh, we're planning all kinds of stuff during the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening as well. And you can get all that info, but make sure you uh, start your food drives now. Come and join us. We plan on having a good time, and we don't want to leave you out of it. We'll no. be back in a moment, so stay with us. Don't nobody, don't gonna... know
3: It's a scientific fact. People like free shit. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com.
4: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding
0: football's back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme
6: Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit WindowNation.com to get started.
4: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
6: So, stupid question prize. Four pack of tickets for the Star Wars game, Saturday, November 18th, one o'clock. Flyers taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. And an easy question for you this morning, if you're a foodie uh, What herb is used to make pesto? 215 ah. 263 WMMR. Love pesto. And as I look at the word pesto, I realize all you have to do is add an R and an N, and you get Preston. Hey, Hey. son of a bitch. I never noticed that. P-R-E-S-T-O-N. You're right. There you go. How about that? Totally presbo. Totally, totally pesto. Uh
5: (laughs) Totally pesto.
6: That could be an offshoot of the connoisseur. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. That got Marissa, by the way. She's cracking up. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'll mention some birthdays while we are awaiting your answer. Today being the eighth day of November, uh, Mary Hart, the TV
5: host, is 73. What, what show did she host? Uh, Entertainment, tonight. It? Entertainment and here. Famously, her legs were insured for $6 million through Lords of London. Wow. And uh, I don't think they uh, will hold up now.
8: No, nah, but Kramer was also allergic to her voice. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. Right.
5: Seinfeld, yeah.
6: She's 73. Uh, Courtney Thorne-Smith. Boy, did I have a thing for her mm-hmm. back in the day. Uh, she was on. Uh, she was in the movie Summer School and yeah. Revenge of the Nerds
5: Two, Nerds in Paradise, Melrose Place, Alec McBeal. Uh, she is fifty six today. She just has one of the best panel interactions with Norm Macdonald on the Conan O'Brien show. It's hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, right. very funny. Chairman of the board. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, chairman of the board. Right. That's right. Yeah. She was promoting that uh, Polly Shore movie, right? Yeah, and oh my uh, God.
9: then uh, Conan said, "Well, have some fun with that, Norm." And Norm said, "Yeah, it's spelled B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> (laughs)
6: Nice. Uh, Alfre Woodard, the Emmy-winning actress in movies like Scrooged. Uh, She was in the Star Trek universe as far as uh, movies go. Uh, She's in the Marvel universe?
8: Yeah. Her son was killed in Sokovia.
6: That's That's right. That is correct. Yeah, Yeah. she uh, talks to Robert Downey, she talks to Tony Stark outside of the elevator. That's right. So she is 71 years old today. Uh, It's also Tara Reid's birthday. (laughs) She recently was speaking out about the fact that she is not bulimic
5: or anorexic. Yeah, she she certainly looks looks it, but she swears she's not. So yeah. you take her on face value. 48 today. Uh, Kathy, there's a birthday from the
6: Yellowstone uh, universe. I guess that is a universe. Yeah. Uh, Gretchen Mull, who plays Evelyn. Gretchen yeah. Mull, yeah, she was in one of the Terminator movies. She
7: plays, oh, yeah, 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 okay.
6: Beautiful blonde. Yeah, she is. Oh, you know what? She's in Preston as a uh, rounders. Yeah, she's the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's in She's in a little bit of the movie, mainly the right. beginning and the end of the movie, but yeah, uh, Board Rock Empire as well. She had a stretch on that. She's 51 today.
5: You know, Kathy, since you love Yellowstone so much, you should be in a series called Redstone. Oh, <laughs> oh I right? yes. love yes. that Dad Preston? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's a good idea.
7: Just should I do a series of what I eat when I go there? <laughs> yeah. That's it. I think people Just would you. tune in for yeah. that. All all right. Right. Getting hammered. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. I'll start maybe tonight. Uh, uh, <laughs> Redstone.
6: Yeah. The very, very funny Parker pose she has a birthday today she's too. Great. Yeah, and the uh, Christopher Guest movies, Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, Waiting for Guffman. She's in all those, and then she was in Su- uh, Josie and the Pussycats. She, I think uh, she's great in that.
5: Yeah, yes, she's the villain. Yeah. Josie and the Pussycats. She's 55 today. Uh, it's Laif Garrett's birthday. Hey! Lafe Garrett old
6: buddy. turned 62. We had a chance to have him in the studio. It was Are you really ready for a fall? <laughs> yeah Yeah. Uh, he, he, he tried to sing a song with the Melvins. He tried to sing Smells Like Teen Spirit, and it was horrible, and he knew it. And when he got done, he left the studio and he went and he sat on our stairs
5: and just collapsed That's because right. he was so embarrassed at how bad he sang. We had to send one of our interns out yeah. to just sort of console him. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it, it was one of, the, one of the... Yeah, yeah she it's, was a sweetheart. I yeah.
6: wonder how he is doing today. We haven't heard anything of him in ages. And if he has held on to his sobriety, I certainly hope he has. Because yes. he had a real virulent drug problem. Uh, but hopefully he's doing well. He's 62 today. Uh, Ricky Lee Jones, the singer. Uh, Chuck E's in love. I remember that. I like that song. song. Yeah. yeah, She's uh, 69 years old today. Another phenomenal singer and guitarist. Bonnie Raitt has yes. her
5: birthday. She is... This song... It's a slow, sad song. I adore it. It's and great. I know you have the story of, I think, your yeah. sister went through a breakup. Oh, my God. Like, she just wallowed in her sadness by listening to this song
6: 24-7. <laughs> Which is not a healthy no, thing to do, no. people. Yeah. Uh, but she has an amazing voice. Uh, she is 74 years old today. <laughs> uh, Jack Osborne's birthday as well of the Osborne's. Recently had a baby, right? Didn't yes, he? he did. Yeah.
5: yeah. And uh, he has that series. He has about 200 ghost hunting series. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's doing well in that realm. Yep. He's 38 today. Uh, it's Gordon Ramsey's birthday.
6: Hey! Hell's Kitchen. Uh, he is 57. I've eaten at uh, one of his restaurants. What'd in you think? Atlantic
5: City. Fantastic. Uh, I I love, honestly, I love his um, his shows, and I think uh, if you are a restaurateur or a budding restaurateur, he cuts it down to what appears to be me to be the essentials. Don't put too much on the menu. Keep things simple, and uh, you'll succeed. I remember the first time when we were going to talk to him. I was
6: a little scared. You were yeah. scared? Because I thought we were going to get this mean guy because yeah. that's his reputation, but he was super nice. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, so he is. Uh, Just don't screw up the risotto Preston. <sighs> totally. Uh, he's 57 today. Uh, Matthew Reese, uh, Kathy, he's on Brothers and Sisters. Or was on Brothers and Sisters. Wait,
7: hold on. Let me uh, look, imagine a look week. him up.
5: I don't know. I didn't know who he
8: was. I he mean, yes. He's, he's Kerry Russell's husband in The Americans. I think that's him. Uh, he oh. was
5: in The Americans. Yeah. yeah. He also played Iron. Uh, he also played, no, Perry Mason in that series recently. Oh. Wait,
7: Matthew Reese?
5: Yeah, R H Y S.
7: Oh, not R
5: E E S.
6: R H Y S. R H Y S. Yeah, I want to see. Oh, if you yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy. Oh,
7: that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, uh, he was in. Wait, what else was he in? Um,
5: Perry Mason? Not me. Wait, wait, wait. Something she knows.
7: Yes, something I know.
5: He
6: was in the movie A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That's a great movie. Yeah, I love that guy. movie.
8: Oh, um, BoJack Horseman, calf. <laughs> You're, you know, I've never
6: watched that show. I hear it's fantastic. It, it's yeah. funny. It's funny. I do need to see it at some uh, point.
7: Yeah, he was the gay son on the show, and uh, his boyfriend in the show, we had in the studio when they were promoting the- uh, Luke
6: McFarlane. Oh, we were just bros. talking about him yeah. Brothers, yeah. Rose? Bros. bros, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's
7: it. Yes, yes, yes.
6: All right. Glad we got that L cleared oh, yes, up. Hey!
7: Bring back brothers and sisters.
6: Forty nine. And then an actress named Jessica Lowndes who is on nine oh two one oh I looked her up. She's stunningly gorgeous. She's a brunette, and there's a lot of bikini pictures of her if you yeah. hit, if you hit images after putting in her name. Uh she is thirty five today. Yeah, so. let's ring a bell. But she's beautiful. And What El presidente of your Philadelphia Flyers, our buddy Keith Jones. Celebrates a birthday today, and he is 55 years old, yeah. Yeah, he's coming to camp out on Monday. Excellent. We'll have to wish him a belated birthday as he arrives. So. We'll get him a camp out for his birthday.
9: Uh, is Danny Briere coming too? Uh, Danny's actually still up in the air. Well, let's see how the team does on this trip <laughs> through California. <laughs> it always...
5: Uh, <laughs> son of a bitch. It always
6: depends on how the team is yeah. doing. we oh, are wh- not going to be making yeah. it Whether how you... (laughs) It's always the case Real quick, the Sharks had uh, uh,
9: given up 10 goals in two straight games Hadn't won a game all season Flyers go into San Jose and lose last night So we'll see what happens Nick, it's part of the
8: plan
6: Trust the process (laughs) All right, let's see if we can get an answer Which herb is used to make uh, totally pesto (laughs) 215-263-WMMR We're going to go to Aaron to get the answer Hi Aaron, good morning Good morning What herb do you use to make pesto, brother? Basil. Basil. Yeah, that is correct. Hang on a
4: second, Aaron.
6: We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets for the Star Wars game, Saturday, November 18th, 1 p.m., when the Flyers take on the Vegas Golden Knights, and you can get your tickets at uh, PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. There is really bright sunshine yes, yes. on the the wall behind you, Nick. Is there wow. the, the sun yeah. must be beaming this cool. morning. It's like golden sun.
5: pesto.
7: Full, like, just above the horizon, yeah.
5: Golden pesto. pesto. Oh. By oh. the oh. way, if you want a wonderful pesto rim, tomato. No, right. That's good too. Yeah. Um. Zoe's Kitchen pesto hummus. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. Zoe's Kitchen pesto hummus. Take that to the bank. Wait,
7: Zoe's yeah. Kitchen is that the chain or? Yeah, is the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they took the one in Plymouth Meeting away. Oh so man. Upset.
6: Yeah, and they took the one at uh, in um, uh, Collegeville away too. What yeah, in I the F. that. They took uh,
8: mine away and put a what is it? Cava
7: there. I don't know. Wait, so where do you go, Steve?
5: Well, uh, it's it's right on uh, Lancaster. It's right in. Uh, they got rid of the one in Bluebell, too. They oh, did. They're man. disappearing. Son of a bitch.
6: I
7: liked it there.
5: I did too. All right.
6: (laughs) Well anyhow, we could go on and on Uh, about pesto. Wait wait,
7: real quick, my Zoe's (laughs) kitchen is now a waxing place.
5: Really? (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) It's not as good there. They use the pesto. <laughs> yeah.
6: What are these flecks of hair? All right. So uh, there's a new Sexiest Man Alive.
5: Yay! Yay! It's Patrick Dempsey. Yay! This, this kind of blows my mind Hello. because um, I think if you were going to do it, you would have done it, you know, at the height of the McDreamy thing. And,
6: well, uh, wait,
7: I was say to say, hasn't he already been? Well,
5: this? here's the deal.
6: Okay. Here's what I think. Like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're starting to run out of really good-looking people, <laughs> right? And every other year, they go for somebody who has a who is who it is attractive, yeah. but has a wonderful personality, like Paul Rudd, who we love to right, death, right, right. right? And he's a good-looking guy. But he's not George Clooney. He's not, you know, some of these other massively, ridiculously Brad Pitt good-looking guys. So true. True. I think they have to bounce back and forth a little right. bit, and I think that's fair.
8: He I think a... that's cool. No.
6: No, that's
7: However, fine. I will say that Patrick Dempsey, I think, looks much better as he ages. Oh, he's I agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
8: Oh, he's he's very very handsome. But if, I
7: think he's like even more handsome now than when he was
8: on
2: in Mad yeah. yeah. or whatever, yeah.
8: um, or Lover Boy. Is this well? T- two <laughs> things, <laughs> Press. Do you have? the entire list of all the finalists? No. Because there is a local tie. There's somebody... Who is it? It's Jason Kelsey. Mm. He was one of the six finalists. I didn't know that. Which is pretty crazy, unless that was a joke. No, Uh, no. I I saw that listed, yeah. Did he already win before Patrick Dempsey? I feel like... I I
5: think he did around the McDreamy time, when when it was really the big thing. Uh, No, this was his first uh, time. First time. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, So, the Grey's Anatomy
6: star and race car driver takes the mantle from Captain America star Chris Evans. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. That's Uh, a good one. Who was the 2022 selection. The pick was revealed on Jimmy Kimmel live last Last night, uh, he had said, I've always been a bridesmaid, uh, according to the magazine that he told him. He's 57, by the way. He said, I'd completely forgotten about it and never contemplated being in this position, so my ego is good. So here's a clip of him on Kimmel last night.
9: Yes, your question.
7: Hi, are you blonde?
6: No.
10: All right, I'm going to give you a hint. Star
9: of one of the most popular television series of all time.
11: Hi, are you older than 60?
9: No, not all, all right. Okay, I'm gonna give you another hit. Played a doctor. Hi, I'm Keith. Are you Doctor McDreamy?
4: No. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Patrick Dempsey.
5: A fun way to do that, yeah, to yeah, right. that. Yeah, yeah. I like that, and then he has a clip about uh, his family dealing with it. All right, here we go. How did your family react? They laughed quite a right. lot. <laughs> they were like, No, seriously, who is it? <laughs> when you do
9: the photo shoot for Sexist Man Alive, I'm yeah. curious, does the photographer and do the
12: people know it's very secretive, right? Right,
9: you're not allowed to talk about it at all. So, everybody signs these disclosures where you're not allowed to say what we're doing. Leading up to the photo shoot, do you feel like pressured? Maybe you
6: fast like, for a month.
9: Did you really? Yeah. 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 Is that right? No bread products I worked out.
6: Uh, so he stars in the upcoming uh, Michael Mann film Ferrari. Yes. Uh, and told the Associated Press last year that he did all the driving himself, calling it the best role I've ever had. Uh, he has driven in several professional races, including the 24 Hours of Le Mans, and is part of the Wright Motorsports Racing Team. Um, he said his uh, children are bound to tease him uh, for the rest of his life. About yeah, of, course, this, probably. of course. And so they should. Uh, the People Edition with Dempsey's cover story is going to be out on Friday. Uh, in addition to racing and acting, he founded the Dempsey Center, which is a Maine-based organization that provides care and resources for cancer patients in honor of his late mother. Um, so uh, he was on, let me see here, 250 episodes of Grey's Anatomy.
5: And then it became, he was McDreamy, then there was McDreamy. Steamy. Steamy. Correct.
6: Right. Yeah. So he plays in Ferrari. He plays uh, Italian race car driver uh, Piero Taruffi. Hey! And which he, uh, which will be in theaters uh, later this year. Uh, and has received uh, a waiver so that uh, stars can promote it without breaking the rules of the strike. Uh, the other sexiest men alive that he joins include Michael B. Jordan, uh, John Legend, Paul Rudd, Brad Pitt, Harrison Ford, and Mel Gibson, who was the magazine's first recipient
5: in 1985. You know kind of blows my mind is that Henry Campbell as uh i think he's he's should yeah. be on that list right do that dude i think like, kind of perfect i think he will be amongst
6: the super good looking yeah. uh people that will eventually get that yeah and he's got he, it is
5: usually coincides with a big role, right? Yes, it does. In so, fact, yeah, they tie it together like this. Yeah. There's some sort of release or something that's happening that yeah. makes it make sense. Make <laughs> it right. make sense.
6: So, another good-looking fella, Jeremy Renner, has shared a post Instagram on Monday letting fans know how he is coping after the snowplow accident earlier this year. Uh, he listed all the therapy that he's gone through since the incident occurred, and he wrote, I've been exploring every type of therapy since January 14th. Every day, countless hours of physical therapy, peptide and injections, IV drips and pushes, stem cell and exomes, red light and IR therapy, hyperbaric chamber 2.0 atmospheres, cold, cold plunge. And he says, and the list goes on and on.
5: Well, he had a, was it, like a 14-ton snow plow on him? Yeah. So yeah. you can imagine. The fact that he's anywhere near as good as he is right now, which is pretty formidable, yeah. is amazing. He said, my
6: greatest therapy has been my mind and uh, the will to be here and to push to recover and be
5: better. Be exceptional, he wrote. I think the takeaway from this is it's okay
8: to be run over by a snow plow. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. you'll be fine. as you're in... Soft pack snow.
6: Soft pack snow. He said, I feel it's my duty to do so, not to squander my life being spared, but to give back to my family, friends, and all of you who have empowered me to endure. And I thank you all. Oh. And he wrote love and titanium as a hashtag.
5: And let's remember that he was uh, he was helping out his neighbor by plowing their driveway. Yeah. Never mm-hmm. help your neighbors. <laughs> That's it. We've learned anything. Yeah. Don't help Never. your neighbors. Oh. Huh. So, Megan Fox
6: has new book. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. It's called Pretty Boys Are Poisonous. And she appeared on Good Morning America to talk about what's inside. She said, this is not an expose that I wrote or a memoir. But throughout my life, I've had uh, at least one physically abusive relationship and several psychologically very abusive relationships. Uh, she shared that while she's only been publicly connected to a few people, there are horrific people who have also who are also very famous, she said. Give us names. Uh, that no one knows uh, that she was involved with. Um, She also revealed she suffered a miscarriage.
5: I did not know that with Machine yeah. Gun Kelly
6: when she was ten weeks pregnant. No, I didn't know that either.
5: She I said, know she's uh, she's finally copying to a lot of um she basic. She had you know body dysmorphia and and had a lot of surgery. She said I had uh, never been through anything like that before in my life. I have
6: three kids, so it was very difficult for both of us, and it uh, sent us on a very wild journey together and separately, and together and, and together and apart, and together and apart, and together and apart, trying to navigate what does this all mean and why did this happen? So how many together and apart was that? There person? were three. T- Together and, and apart, apart. Okay. yes. It, it, it's, um, so, in case you're keeping track of that, um, this is fun. Julia Louis Dreyfus is uh, humorously shining a light on the shortcomings of artificial intelligence. Oh yeah, uh, she revealed during the uh, Wall Street Journal Magazine 2023 Innovator Awards this year that she used Chat GPT to create her acceptance speech that night. And she said, "As an entertainment innovator, I'm very, very busy innovating." And <laughs> she said, "So I did what any other innovator worth her salt would do. I turned to Chat." GPT-4, and she revealed that the chatbot not only mixed up uh, Innovator with Investor, but it also confused her for Julia Roberts. So reading the speech, she said, reflecting on this milestone, I'm reminded of the unwavering support of my family and the unyielding dedication of my team. That has been dri- a driving force behind my investment strategies <laughs> and my performances in Aaron
5: Brockovich, Pretty Woman, and Mystic Pizza. Oh, okay, <clears throat> how great is that? Have you ever used? No. So nah. it's fascinating. I've been dabbling with it um, as an assistant for providing a framework for like drudge drudgery kind of work. Write me. Uh, write a letter to my attorney about including this and blah blah. blah. It will lay it out. It'll it, 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 basically. Then you jump in and tinker with it. I have thought about
6: it, but I I have nothing to do with it. Like I don't, you know, like I can't
5: think of anything to use it for. Th- think of it, yeah. It think of it as a basic tool that there are people who rely on it to do the whole job, and that can be problematic. Hang on, Marissa?
11: Two blogs a day, Preston. Mm. Two no. blogs a day. <laughs> no. uh,
5: so, yeah, I have yeah. no... It is pretty to use it for. Like I had I had it write a press release for uh, just to see what it would be like for the President and Steve Show and it went oh. and found facts about the President and Steve Show and included it in the thing. Bring it in. Yeah, yeah. We got to hear
6: that. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear that. Uh all right, so Tyler Perry is grieving the loss of his mother Willie Maxine Perry who passed away in 2009. I believe we have a clip over here case. Uh he broke down into tears on Tuesday's episode of The View while talking about his new documentary called Maxine's Baby the Tyler Perry Story. Story. And Sarah Haynes had asked, had mentioned something to him so, that really got to him emotionally.
5: What, what she said is she felt that she the, the documentary was so um, so powerful that she got to know her. His mother. He, he met her,
6: yeah, as I think right, is yeah, what yeah, yeah. is, Or she
5: met, she's like, right. I
6: met your mother through right. this. So that's what uh, got him. So here we go.
11: It was so well done. Yeah. Oh, so
3: Thank you. Really. I'm very proud of them. They did a great yeah. job. Thank when you. I
11: met Maxine through all of it, yeah. I didn't know her. Yeah. But it shows just how much you endured as a child. You okay, a, wait
3: a minute. That took me, but you met. Oh, mm. that. that, that.
11: Mm. Yeah.
3: Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow, how did they hit me that? Hard. Oh. You met my mother. Yeah. You met my mother through it, man. That's, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So is oh,
5: here. My God. <laughs> wow. So yeah, he was he was really. That it's me because I, you know, yeah, I can only tell people about you know my mom who you know when when I was twenty you know passed away you know I could see that you could just see in his face it's like wow I, I facilitated a way for people to meet this wonderful woman yeah you know and then he has a hard time going on
6: yeah you yeah.
11: endured a lot and I didn't know this either a violent childhood you created it I'm sorry
3: guys it- you. You met my mother through the. <laughs> you really got me there. I'm sorry. I need to get myself together. Hello. Yeah. Hell. Hell. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're talking about. the Yes. Yes. And I know there are other questions. So please ask me something else. <laughs>
6: She certainly made an impression, and I'm sure she went, so will you put me in the next Madame? Right, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, no, that's very emotional. That's Wait, really cool. You need to shut up, bitch, for a second. <laughs> uh, fans are speculating that Homer Simpson will stop strangling Bart on the animated series. Oh, uh, okay in the anymore. third third episode of the thirty fifth season, uh, Hoser uh, Homer Hoser. <laughs>
7: <laughs> the new character. <laughs> the Canadian
6: What's up, Hoser?
7: Take off, Hoser. Take
6: off. <laughs>
7: uh,
6: he but jokes about way his, to go. he jokes about his handshake. We have a clip of this. Yeah, yeah, yes. Oh we it's do? From, yeah, it's from yesterday.
8: Oh okay, hang
6: on. Uh, okay. if you can find that wonderful. Yep.
8: Here,
6: All we right. go. Uh, here we go. Whoa, whoa, that's quite a grip. See, March strangling the boy has paid off. Just <laughs> kidding, I don't do that anymore.
10: Times have changed. So, this sucks.
6: <laughs> uh, so viewers were divided. They're they're wondering. They're wondering if uh, that. He won't be strangling Bart anymore.
5: So I watch the show all the time. Um, I, I, there's, I don't see a lot of strangling. Nick, okay.
9: you are fairly active watcher. Uh, yeah, and same. Um, it's again about bonus. The show has been around for thirty five yeah. years. They, they have evolved. I, I, I don't know. There's something the things that have changed over the years. I find interesting. You know, like they, they'll still do. Um uh, Characters that are based in in stereotypes, and they won't do other ones, right? right. Is Apu still on the
8: show? No, Apu is
9: not on the show. Well, Apu is on the show, but not voiced by Hank Azaria. Is he? Yeah.
5: And um, I I haven't seen an Apu in a while.
9: Yeah, I forget who they got, uh, Steve. But uh, Hank said uh, Hank Azaria said he's not going to do it anymore. But um, you know, the the groundskeeper (laughs) Willie, which is you know based on a Scottish character, they'll still do that. I I don't know. Whatever, whatever they
6: want to do works for me. Yeah, yeah. So people are wondering if that uh, if that's the end. Of it or not, because of that little nod that they made in that clip.
8: I mean, strangling your child was never okay. Okay, yeah. that was yeah, not yeah, what I mean? Know. That was it's not like. Well, too. we've evolved and hey, we're learning. And yeah. no, no. no, no, no. I mean, 35 years ago, you couldn't, you shouldn't have put your two hands around your son's neck and squeezed. Hey, like, yet,
6: we chuckled. <laughs> go back to the honeymooners yeah. to the moon, yeah. Alice. Yeah.
8: I'm going to hit yeah. you yeah. Yeah. so Alice, hard, my I'm wife. I'm going to punch <laughs> your goddamn teeth out <laughs> and rip your
5: knockers off. What? That used to be humor. <laughs> I'm going to run a wood planer or a crush Vagina. How about
6: that? All right. uh, This is interesting. Uh, Taylor Swift uh, now has her own dedicated reporter. with USA Today and the Tennessean, uh, veteran journalist Brian West, a two-time Emmy award-winning TV producer and a passionate Swifty, was a standout choice from a pool of hundreds of applicants in the nationwide job search that went viral when it was announced earlier this year. Do you know,
5: he's head to head with Tom Brokaw.
6: Okay, yes. really? Brokaw was going the- to be the uh, the Swift correspondent. This is like, um, it's like the Beatles. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, it's you, like when Larry Kane yeah. was assigned to be and travel with the Beatles. This is kind of—it's unbelievable.
5: I mean, if you think about someone in entertainment who's generating more news than Taylor Swift, yeah. Uh, the job postings prompted a We're
1: outside Taylor's
5: hotel room. Okay. I hear Travis Kelsey's in there. I can't wait to see. Uh, probably because you know, the player's gonna play, 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 play. <laughs> Ha, 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 He's a Swifty.
6: Uh, so the job posting prompted uh, criticism from some reporters who felt that uh, there were a poor use of resources amid layoffs in local news. Uh, but a spokesperson for Gannett uh, said in September that it had hired 260 journalists since March and had over 100 uh, open positions. This is
5: Gannett with the canoes.
6: So yeah. shut up. <laughs> um, Let's see here. According to Page Six, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez were out on the town on Sunday evening. Oh Jennifer
12: Garner and her pool boy Ben Affleck <laughs> for incorporating them into my fantasy life.
6: Uh,
2: apologize <laughs> to anyone who's <laughs> been offended <laughs> oh, by my fictional creations. Hang Lisa on a minute. Gone, <laughs> what? The philosopher oh, yeah. of evil and the skull seal.
5: He's always waiting. You gotta
6: let him finish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they were at the Ivy restaurant in Los Angeles and fans started cheering uh, for the Gone Girl actor. They were cheering for Ben and they were saying, woo, we love you. Woo-hoo. And then Jen jokingly yelled, back up, bitch. Oh, wow. no way.
7: Uh-huh. She, did. she, didn't. she didn't. Whoa. Yeah, Damn, she did. Uh... There. Oh,
9: shut up, <laughs> <laughs> They were at the Ivy? Yeah. Oh, I had to pick up somebody at the Ivy one time. But I worked uh, at Enterprise Rent A car in, in Beverly Hills, and uh, you would go to the uh, Paparazzi used to hang out outside the Ivy. In fact, uh, I think Danny DeVito goes there in Get Shorty, and the person that I had to pick up, John Lovitz. Oh, oh nice. Oh, that's
2: kind of cool. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Lovitz.
9: 1996.
6: Did you tell him to back up, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, here. He was with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we have. Here. Oh, this was. Uh, I was delighted to see this uh, this morning, although it'll be a while before we see anything about this. But Nintendo is making a live action movie based on The Legend of Zelda. Okay.
5: Right. They could finally do that right. I saw this um, pop up. I I'm um cautiously optimistic. Yeah, cuz yeah. it needs to be done. I mean, you know how we're 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 massive fans. Yep. What what story would you like to see them <laughs> Um, come prob- close to... Probably two. go with the original. Start, yeah, start yeah, it off yeah. at the beginning.
6: Not get into the really, you know, like the Breath of the Wild or the Twilight um, Princess. Majora's Mask or any of that stuff. I loved Twilight Princess, but I think for simplicity's sake, you go with the, the original story, the, yeah. I think, is, is enough to get this by. Uh, so the film will be produced by Zelda creator uh, Shigeru Miyamoto and Avi Arad, a veteran of superhero cinema, whose resume includes the Oscar-winning Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's some, that's some credibility. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miyamoto uh, said it will take time until its uh, completion, but I hope that you look forward to seeing it. Uh, Wes Ball, the director of the Maze Runner series and the upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, will direct the movie.
5: Okay, okay. So that's
6: good. Uh, the Zelda film will be co financed by Nintendo and Sony Pictures Entertainment. Uh, but of course, major Hollywood films based on video games have often found it hard to win over audiences, although this year's Super Mario <laughs> Brothers movie, uh, based on another Miyamoto uh, creation, uh, uh, ranked in a high-scoring $1.36 billion
5: worldwide. I'm not liking the choice for Link, though. Uh, Gary Busey. Oh, yeah, yeah, really? I, 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 no too old. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Well, let's find out what the storyline is before we go judging now.
6: <gasps> Gary Busey might be a perfect fit. It's Link.
5: Dude's got uh, range. Uh,
3: entertainment. <laughs>
6: Entertainment Tonight reports that the final trailer for the Marvels dropped uh, on Monday. Uh, the new footage confirms that Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie mm. will be making a cameo, as fans had hoped and suspected. Uh, she says to Brie Larson's Captain America in the trailer, "You can stand tall without standing alone." Uh, it's being released on Friday, and I just saw that uh, projected—you uh, know—take uh, at the box office is is lowering like okay. it's not you
5: know i think people aren't excited about that's it. as much a product of fatigue as anything i think I, I think it's just too much
8: i um i was getting so there was a screening last night i elected to not go to it because i i have a sneaky suspicion that loki and anything that happens in loki this season is going to, supposed to dovetail with, dovetail this. with yeah. this and and so the newest episode of loki i don't think comes out until tomorrow night at nine or something like that, so that's I the plan to, yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but also, I was, seeing, I, listen, I'm gonna go see the movie that my plan is to go see it on Friday night, but, uh, somebody was saying that, uh, that maybe Marvel doesn't think too highly of this movie because their trailer is revealing so much, and then they have to like bring
5: Thanos in. Well, that well yeah. that that is the truth. So so in other words, they did not it, they didn't go crazy with an advertising budget on this. Mm-hmm. They can't have the actresses uh, go out and promote the movie because of right. the, the strike. So they know that they're just there's nine different ways they're being screwed on this. So and then they're trying to totally revamp the system by how they're moving forward with the new movies and and. Pays this and phase that, and you know, it's uh, it's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I may try to get out and see that if I have time this week. And I
6: love Brie Larson, Ooh. and I'm telling you, if you haven't, if you haven't started watching Lessons in Chemistry on Apple TV Plus with
5: her, yeah. that's a great. Show. Are you? All, have you caught up on all yeah, the episodes? Yeah. yeah, I just saw the first two. Yeah, you want me to
8: come pick you up, take you in a movie. I'll bring you a bag of spaghetti.
5: Yeah, all
8: right. Well, can we eat that? where's the your theater? spaghetti yeah. section?
6: Okay. <laughs> uh, one quick story, and then we'll move on to the clips. Gwyneth Paltrow has stepped away from Hollywood in recent years to focus on her wellness brand goop uh, but the actor told entertainment tonight on monday which actor she would return for she said well it would be very hard for me to do any acting right at the moment just because of my job she said but i guess robert downey jr could probably always get me back. there we
5: go uh-huh. they're, they're great
6: together their chemistry is
5: fantastic and on you, screen. you know the word is is that robert downey jr marvel's going back to the drawing board and we'll bring Robert Downey Jr back into the fold okay. you know so we'll see I how that manifests so. they they need it I do and need they, something is yeah. part of the magic you remember how exciting that was i remember when the first iron man movie came out i was we were all over the, you know, incredibly excited. Yeah. I got my wife so excited. She went to see it without me while we were I on air. I can't
8: believe she did that. I cannot <laughs> believe that. Yeah, that's that's a betrayal. <laughs> that's a violation. <laughs> that's a betrayal.
5: I give her all the points in the world
6: though. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh we're we're going to go to the clips now. The Marsh King's daughter tells the tale of a woman with a secret past who ventures into the wilderness to confront the most dangerous man she's ever met, her father. Here, director Neil Berger talks about what it was about, this story that drew him to creating this movie.
13: And I also like this story of this woman who had kind of where the past comes back to haunt the present, where it's like, what if the person that she loved the most turns out to be a monster? What do you do with that? Where do you and in her case you know she put it in a box and she buried it and she never dealt
8: with it again and you, you know does that work maybe that works i don't
6: give a f- <laughs> uh, the march king's daughter is out in theaters now <laughs> we're going to be seeing that live first in that line
8: uh oh step Brothers. Oh yeah yeah, step Brothers, yeah. Right, yeah yeah movie night
6: movie night on uh tuesday at uh, camp out for hunger all right next clip. The movie Quiz Lady is about a game show obsessed woman and her estranged sister who work together to help cover their mother's gambling debts. And in this clip, writer Jen D'Angelo talks about what her, uh, talks about her inspirations for this particular comedy.
11: It's an idea that I've had for kind of a while. It's based on my older brother who is a Jeopardy whiz and all growing up it was extremely frustrating to try to play Jeopardy alongside of him and just be destroyed. That was the initial idea and then I just kept circling back to it and just being like i feel like that's such a fun jumping off point for a story about two estranged siblings coming back together
5: shut up demi uh, this actually does look funny
6: yeah aquafina and sandra O oh are the stars it does look fun quiz lady is streaming on hulu now if you'd like to see that and you know i need to mention this too as i was talking to both steve and kathy about this if you guys have not seen the john travolta as santa <laughs> claus capital one commercial no, I yet have not The new one is great. It's fantastic. It is so well done. The new one? Yeah. Is there an old one? Yeah, they had they had him
5: on the phone talking to a couple of different people. This was last year. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, he was sitting in the, uh, the it appeared to be the North Pole and getting. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah, know yeah. that. Yeah, so this is a continuation. Oh, it's excellent. It's good. It's I, really I love good. it. It's,
6: it uh, it plays off of Saturday Night Fever. So uh, if you haven't seen it yet, check that out. All right, we will take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll do the Fox Good Day thing coming up. Secret text word. By the way, uh, tickets to see Nate Bargatze who's going to be playing at the Wells Fargo center march 7th text the word secret 239333 in order to win we'll be back in just a second stay with us
11: camp out after dark your chance to stop by the camp out for hunger broadcast during evening hours to make your food donation and enjoy fun free activities Monday night, it's Food Trucks and Fireworks, presented by Five Below with delectable eats from 12 food trucks and a stellar show from Celebration Fireworks kicking off Camp Out Week. Tuesday, it's movie night under the stars with a showing of step brothers on the big screen. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Wednesday night, it's Quizzo Night, hosted by Johnny Good Times, inside Victory Beer Hall, with a flyer suite up for grabs for the winning team. All events are free with your fill donation, including free carnival rides from Skelly Amusements all week long. And yes, parking's free, too. Get details, including all the where's and when's, at wmmr.com slash campout. Five.
6: Five days till Camp Out for Honda. Just going to keep the countdown going, but we are only five days away from starting our 26th annual Camp Out for Hunger. Very uh, exciting. Yeah. And, uh, and we're, terrifying. Working on some fun stuff. Uh, so get set for that. But um, we need to do some other things. Uh, and we would like to expand your mind. It is time to head to the Justine Institute, friends. The
5: Justine Institute, home of the totally presbo, pesto, Pestoteria, <laughs> The
4: Pestoteria. Yeah, you like
6: that? I love it. We serve nothing but pesto. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, I saw some really interesting stories that I thought were worth passing along. And of course, these are all scientific and medical studies, information that you can use. That kind of stuff. Um, this has to do with one of our neighbors in the solar system. Saturn, of course, has the most pronounced rings out of the four planetary systems that host that natural phenomenon, because there are a handful of them. a Saturn fan. Are you a Saturn I, fan? I, I think Saturn I think Jupiter is probably my favorite of the planets, but Saturn is is a
5: very close second. I Ju- love Saturn. Jupiter is Fonzie, and Saturn is Pinky Tuscadero. Okay, yeah, all I right. could see that. Uh, but the other planets that have
6: rings are some of the other gas giants. Like I think, um, I think Neptune. Neptune does right, yeah. and, and Uranus or Uranus. Yeah, your like big bleeding anus. Uh, but I'm not sure all four of them that have rings. But here's the deal. So uh, according to news outlets, the planet Saturn. Yes has slowly been losing its rings. <laughs> and NASA says that by 2025... What? No. ...the rings will no longer be easily visible on
5: Earth. Because right I now... I have no idea. Right now, they're pretty visible if you have a decent telescope. Even... Well, you have se- have you seen them on a backyard telescope? I, I have. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You can see them. Yeah, and, it, and you can see the moons yeah.
6: uh, and everything from a telescope. But anyhow, so yeah, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune, they're the ones that all have uh, rings.
7: Saturn was always my favorite planet in school when I had to do a project. I'd have to, you know, you'd have to choose a planet and research it. Saturn was, was always my one. And I remember I had to de- create a model and of the solar system. And of course, my dad did it for me. But um, yeah, of course, as a I, good parent does. As a good parent does, he did it for me. And, uh, but yeah, like I just remember like the coloring. I did, you know, all the colors and all cool. that. And then he yeah. put it together. But yeah, Saturn, for whatever reason, was my favorite. Well, visually,
6: it's a beautiful yeah. looking object. I mean, it's, there's something really unique and cool about
5: it. So right? I... I uh, you keep hearing different information, but the 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 rings are comprised of of matter that uh, rose up from collisions with other like asteroids and meteors, or do, does that matter that comprises the rings come from the actual creation of Saturn itself? not really sure. I mean, I've, I've always I'm
6: thought it was Kathy. Uh, just debris from, from uh, collisions yeah. that, that got caught up in its magnetic field or in, in its, uh, gravitational. In its gra- gravitational field. Um, so, yeah, but I I was surprised to hear that they are, you know, going away. So NASA confirmed in 2018 that Saturn was losing its iconic rings due to its formidable gravitational pull that siphons particles from the rings at a rate fast enough uh, to fill an Olympic-sized swimming pool every half hour. So basically I wish that- we'd have known this while Derek was here the other day. Yes! Time. Derek Pitts, I would have loved to have asked him about <sighs> that. Uh, they say it will take eons for the rings to vanish completely. There but, we go. But their days of being easily visible from Earth are numbered. So just to see them from here is going to be a little bit more difficult. I, I so
5: love, I love... I was surprised. The whole process, even just taking out a pair of binoculars and looking at the moon. Sure. Any of that... Stuff is just amazing. On the yeah.
9: drive into work this morning, it was a great view of a crescent moon and Venus. Uh, and when I got here, I went down the hall and you could look out the um, hallway, uh, look out one of the windows, and see uh, the sunrise, Venus, and the crescent moon all at the same time. So Love I, t- it. I took a
6: picture and put it up on Instagram. It's, it's pretty neat when you look at these at these larger planets, these gas giants, uh, through a telescope. And I remember the first time going, well, "What are those little? Th- what are the little dots around there? They're like those are the moons. Yeah, yeah. And you are like, oh my god! And you can and see them clearly from the telescope. What's companies. that big eye? Move your head. Uh, and they're, they, are, they are way further away from the planet yeah. than you realize yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, they're yeah. way out. They're not just, uh, you know, just hanging real close by. It's pretty cool. I think four years ago, five
9: years ago, I got to go with Derek Pitts to the rooftop observatory at the Franklin Institute and uh, even in the city with all the light pollution that we have in Philadelphia, Preston, you can look through that telescope and see unbelievably amazing things. And and Steve, like to your point, you can just look at the moon yeah. for a half hour, yeah. which you obviously can see visibly all the time,
6: mm-hmm. uh, but you know, Preston, I, I highly recommend it. I think you'd really enjoy it. Yeah, I will have to do that someday for sure. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was a, an interesting bit of scientific discovery to pass along to you. By 2025, the rings will no longer be easily visible
5: from Earth. Does Derek Pitch play an instrument? Because Preston could fight him over and jam a little bit. Jam, oh, oh, yeah. Ship, stars. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to ask. <laughs> Alright,
6: uh, here. let's go to something totally different from the Just Saying Institute. Uh, if you've ever been in a car accident, Maybe to you, it seemed like uh, time slowed down a little bit. Like when people are faced with a near-fatal experience, things can go in slow
5: motion. I have certainly had that happen. I remember one incident in particular where I thought I was going to die and everything slowed down. No kidding. What what was happening? I was on the Seaford Oyster Bay Expressway, Kathy. You know this. Yes. And I hit a patch of... I hydroplaned. Yeah, it was my my mother's Pontiac went up on two wheels. Whoa! And I remember, I can remember. It seemed like it was up there for about a half hour. That like I could have left, gotten a sandwich, and came back. Wow! And and then and then, President, it could have gone one of two ways: flipped over entirely. But it came back down on all fours. Yeah,
6: I was um, I was riding my dirt bike and and went off a jump and went up in the air and I, I you know pulled the, <laughs> the wheel up and I went too far and I went uh, backwards, upside yeah. down. And I remember like every second of it. Every that. second of it. And it and it was I guess it seemed like time kind of slowed down and you, a little bit. You can bit. see it concretely in your mind right now, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, so now scientists suggest that it could be a survival tactic deployed by the brain to increase our chance of survival. Uh, So the perceived slowing of time may be the brain going into hyper focus, giving people a better chance to react to the situation. Oh no. Uh, Professor Ruth Ogden, a psychologist at Liverpool John Moores University in England, recently penned a report for the conversation where she had uncovered why time may slow down during a car crash, heart attack, or other events that put us inches away from death. Uh, She explained that her brain process Processes time, uh, our brain processes time is closely related to the way in which it processes emotion. Uh, this is because brain regions that regulate emotion are also linked to time processing. She said during heightened emotion, the activation caused by the brain attempts to maintain stability, which alters its ability to process time. Okay.
5: Why? I
6: uh, know. I got lost there. Bunch of crap. Uh, the slowing of time could be part of a fight or flight response, which kicks
5: in when you feel threatened, uh, preparing you to either react or retreat from the situation. So let me get this straight. When you have one of these situations, you are not slowing down universal time. You're just perceiving it. I think that is the case, yes. All right.
6: When in a dangerous situation, off-the-cuff reactions could make the case worse. But by your brain slowing down time, you
5: have a chance to catch your breath and formulate a strategy. Did time slow down when Rochelle caught you in your room with the laptop?
8: Oh, my God.
5: Uh, Time stopped. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right there, oh, yeah. my wife saw, and I had something in my hand, when my wife caught me <laughs> using PlayStation for a similar, work, I'm like, Oh
3: no! no. I was playing.
7: <laughs> uh, mine was not that, um, and it wasn't an accident, but it was a it was a fall, and I remember it like I remember every single like tumble that I took. I was. In Stone Harbor, and I was walking out of a, a bar, and it was late at night, uh, it, and there were steps to go down. We had to walk down the steps um, to get into the the car that we were, you know, to, to go home or whatever. Right, and I like I remember thinking like I'm fine. You're not you're not drunk. Like you're fine, mm-hmm. and. I remember falling and thinking, why am I falling? You're not drunk. What like what what is the problem? What's happening? And like So you're able
5: to process it and ask yourself it questions. All. That's and, pretty funny. And
7: I remembered every single ah! like Every single uh, step and roll. I mean, I rolled it down. <laughs> I was all dressed up. I had heels on, oh, and I just I man, how many steps? Ro- oh, case it was. You know, like the the little shopping area in mm-hmm. Stone Harbor. I mean, it's a decent amount of steps. It was it, uh, maybe like ten steps, something yeah. like that. And so I, I just, I,
5: I love you dearly, but I would give good money to see
7: uh, that, Steve. Uh, yeah. the people, would <laughs> they, and I, and I could see their faces too. Like I remember them, like just wide eyed, and oh, this was the best part. I. Landed on a police officer's foot, oh. <laughs> and he just looked at the people I was with, and he goes, "She's not driving, is she?" They were like, "No, she's uh-huh. not."
5: Wow, that is wild. No, She's flying, but that is I,
7: you, was that, like, I, I really, in case I got up and I was like, I don't, I don't even understand why I felt like I'm not drunk. I'm fine.
5: Kathy had a similar thing as with the hundred steps of Maniunk. I was going down. I was going to take uh, at the time my dog Chelsea go going out on our hike. And I did not know that a thin layer of ice had formed <laughs> on the steps. And, um, and I literally <laughs> <laughs> on, on my back, like, like Aww. out, like, um, you know, I looked sprawled <laughs> like the Christ figure. <laughs> and, and my dogs was looking at me like, <laughs> you OK, but I remember every step, every moment of it. It seemed to go on for 20 minutes.
7: It's so like yeah. it, you do you just I think I mean it feels like it slows down. It really yeah, does feel yeah. like the time It's, it's an down. interesting
9: phenomenon. I read a, a study a few years ago that says if there is an, an incident where uh, adrenaline kicks in, that automatically creates stronger memories. Yeah. So I'm guessing right. in both of these instances, yes. the adrenaline started kicking in in your body, and that's why they come more memorable. And Steve, like to your point, like you're just like just, everything slows down around your head, and you're
5: going down those <laughs> damn
9: steps. But you you look back on it, and it's a very vivid memory yeah oh yeah
5: as was the car going up on two wheels <laughs> did you ever see that movie with the uh, scarlett johansson uh lucy oh yeah no her, her mom, and now uh, the, i love that movie yeah i i do a lot basically she gets this overdose of this drug that basically does that she's just like okay. like, a, like a, almost like a prostitute but she gets there she's they use her as a drug mule and, and the packets of drugs in her system open up and so it starts to increase the um the adrenaline and and it makes her super uh, able to retain information. Oh, it's wild, yeah, yeah.
6: Uh, so they're saying that this is uh, this is part of a of a mechanism that we have built in to huh. maybe help you react a little bit better. I you know, but then the, wouldn't it stand a reason that you would be able to. Help yourself if you were falling onto a cop's foot or something like right, that. If you right. slowed down yeah. like that, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so anyhow, it says, uh, paradoxically, time is perceived to pass slowly in situations where there's almost nothing happening uh, or a great deal is happening. In other words, the complexity of a situation is either much higher or much lower than normal. So it's a perceived passage of time sometimes. So. All right. Uh, going back to the Saturn's ring story. Hang on. Brad is on the line uh-huh. and uh, wants to comment on something. Hi, Brad. You're on the air. Good morning. Yeah. Hey,
12: Gadzooks guys! Gadzooks, buddy. Hey, what's up? Not much. I just wanted to call in to say you were saying something about Saturn's ring invisible, and uh, I just wanted to make the point is they're they're not going to be invisible forever and going away forever. It's a matter of the angle that you can view the rings on. and it, The set, the planet turns ever so slightly right. over the course of the years and will become edge on and will be virtually invisible when the rings are edge on. But the turning will continue and they'll come back into visibility. You
6: know what, Brad? As I saw your call up here on our screener, I, I looked it up quickly and you are correct. Wow! And Check gonna, out the
12: big brain on
6: Brad! <laughs> uh, that's going to be 2025. <laughs> and so, said that, that, for for, for a couple of years, it's going to be difficult to see them. So
5: it won't be a case of, of the matter yeah. that comprises the rings. But I did
6: follow up with that, that they are slowly over time eroding. Okay. Just in many, 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 many yeah, lifetimes. Well, that'll
2: okay. be over eons. Yeah, exactly. So, that, yeah. Brad, yeah. thank you. Well, I'm worried. Thank yeah. you.
6: I appreciate it. You are now an honorary member of the board of the Justine
5: wow. Institute. Well, I think someone should oh. get it. A- you're getting oh a jar of totally pesto. Yeah, we're wow. going to give you some totally
8: pesto. <laughs> I'm
12: honored. <laughs> All right, thank, thanks, Brad. I appreciate how it. How about that?
5: It's, uh, see,
8: oh, take care. See ya. See, right. the listeners are far more. I didn't do anything.
5: Did somebody fart?
6: Or... No. Okay, I just smelled something. Daddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. Maybe maybe I'm just smelling pesto. Yeah. Uh, you know Maybe my mind is, is taking
5: it. See, that's me, it. Uh, your mind slows down and you smell pesto. Totally pesto. I uh,
6: love
7: how you go, oh, did someone fart? Like, if it, anyone <laughs> farted, it would only be one person in this room.
5: That's why Probably, I looked at it.
6: Probably <laughs> the coolest person in this room, right? All right. Uh, here's another story from the Justine Institute. Uh, chimpanzees use human-like warfare tactics Back uh, off, war
5: chimp. or and- <laughs> <laughs> Back off, war child, seriously. Seriously, back off, war chimp.
6: Uh, They do it in order to avoid their enemies, scientists have discovered. So scientists found that chimpanzees studied across three years often used high ground to keep eyes on rival groups just like humans in warfare.
5: When you learn about chimps and chimpanzees and the brutality, like they can be wonderful and display many... Yeah. Uh, attributes that are that that make them sort of um, you know warm and, and appear, and they are, but when um, when they are r- r- raging and waging war against other chimps, they are
6: savage. Oh yeah.
5: Yeah, they'll sometimes eat the other ones, They will too. eat the Ew. other ones. They will rip hands off. They'll, they'll ps- 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 target genitals. They'll rip them off. So
6: the high ground technique is one of the oldest military tactics in human history. And until now, the tactic was thought to be unique to humans. Scientists tracked these chimps across their respective territories and areas where fighting between them occasionally took place.
5: Banger, I can see the advancing army.
6: And they found that uh, they were twice as likely to climb to high points when yeah.
8: heading to the borders
6: of their rival territories compared to when they were traveling to their. Territory.
8: You know where uh, high ground doesn't uh, really um, it doesn't play in your favor is uh, if you're going to get in a fight at a uh, sporting event and you are one row up, ah. don't do that. <laughs> gravity is your enemy. Yeah, gravity yeah, yeah, is yeah. absolutely yeah. your enemy. Oh, because you're going to fall. Yeah, you've and seen yeah. a few uh, stadium chimp fights. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just in, in human fights. Human oh. fights. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah you, it,
5: that you're easily taken down if you're in that position. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sylvain Limon, a that's
6: bio- a chimp. Biological anthropologist uh, said high elevation helps in increasing detection distance, but these chimpanzees are still able to detect rivals uh, more than uh, 1.2 miles away. Uh, we also confirmed that uh, chimpanzees are able to evaluate their own numbers, but also riv- rivals numbers from a distance, which was also surprising given the long distances between the neighboring communities. It's pretty wild. Mechanisms of long distance detection of numbers are unclear, but likely act by hearing Pant hoots and buttress drumming emitted by distant neighbors. Pant hoots? Yes.
5: And the hoot toot?
6: And buttress drumming <laughs> as well. So is that them? Is that them? Their- <laughs> They're all from Shelbyville. <laughs> But I assume the buttress hitting is the pounding on the chest
5: type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Um, which they really do, if you, if you watch uh, any, you know, nature uh, documentaries on these uh, animals. But uh, while on higher ground, the chimps kept quiet and resisted foraging and carrying out other usual behaviors. So they're
5: on lookout patrol, for real. It is pretty, it's, it's amazing. I mean, uh, you love them, but, uh, you know, we had the, the, the guy who would bring the chimp in here. Um, Mikey and Louie. Yeah, and, uh, you, you know, you, know, you yeah it was sweet and cool but the second if you felt the grasping strength of of that little champion well even
7: when they even yeah, when they would hug you, like because he would yeah. allow them to hug us yeah it was like a tight little yeah. hug there Eric,
5: did you ever see the movie nope um, uh yep There, yeah, there is a brutal good i want to see that okay there oh, wait a... i did see it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh
6: yes
8: yeah oh, the yes. tv show oh yes it's crazy yeah.
7: And and I forget their name, but that couple that had um, yeah. Louie and what was it, Nick? Mikey. Mikey yeah. Louie and Mikey. Um, they ended up sending them to a zoo right. because they got out of their enclosure, which was inside of their house, by right. the way. Why yeah. they had the closure inside their house, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, they had, they ended up sending them away. So
6: they were uh, they found these chimps on higher ground purely to seek out other the location of the rival groups. They said this suggests forethought as they altered their behavior accordingly depending on the location of their enemy. So this is, you know... A pretty intense uh That's Planet <laughs> yeah, of the Apes it's stuff. Total. man.
5: And there's a new Planet of the Apes movie coming out. There is, is Mr.
6: Yeah. Coincidence. All right. So that's uh, that's pretty interesting news. We have other studies from the Justine Institute. Uh, this one I wasn't happy to see, but I will pass along to you. The two new preliminary studies on recreational marijuana and health strengthen existing evidence that regular use negatively impacts heart and brain health. Yeah, I saw this. According to the American Heart Association, the first report drawing on data from a major study involving more than 150,000 people from all walks of American society. Looking look at the relationship between lifestyle, biology, and environment found that daily use of marijuana raised the risk of developing heart failure by about a third Whoa! compared with non-users, yeah.
8: Is this, a, like, I assume, smoking flour?
6: Um, well, you know what, they have not, Casey, at the, at the very end of this um, article, uh, they said, hang on a second here, uh, they noted in their findings that data... The study utilized did not differentiate differentiate whether the marijuana intake was via smoking or by mouth, which can make a difference to its impact on the cardiovascular system. It is. It's so it might, like, edibles might be better. I don't know.
5: I, they, they have not indicated in this study. They say, though... In the same study, that excessive drinking can add years to your life. And this was sponsored by Kettle One. And they, right. uh, <laughs> no, they did not. A research team from uh, MedStar Health uh, found that among
6: the uh, healthy people that followed, those who use marijuana had a 34% higher risk of de- developing heart failure huh. during the 45 months of the study compared to those who reported never using marijuana. Uh, this risk was the same regardless of age, sex, or smoking history, with the findings of the study suggesting that coronary artery disease was the pathway through which daily marijuana use may lead to heart failure? Ooh.
5: Yeah. I mean, a lot of people thought well, listen. Whatever you're going to do, you're going to do. But it, it helps to know this, mm-hmm. yeah, you know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, and it really does make Coke seem much more <laughs> yeah. uh, The analysis
6: took into account, by the way, it was uh, 2% of the participants developed heart failure during the study period. Hmm. Uh, the analysis took into account demographic and economic factors, alcohol use, smoking, and other cardiovascular risk factors associated with heart failure, including type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol,
5: and obesity. Do you know the same thing. Can- Control it a bit, though, is <clears throat> daily consumption of pesto, Preston.
6: Oh, well, <laughs> pesto is not peppery at all.
9: I wonder if um, if there's any correlating studies, Preston, to see what uh, marijuana would do on stress levels, right? Because you would think right. that if you, uh, if you yeah. partake, your stress might be lower than uh, somebody else's who doesn't. And perhaps that would actually ease some stress so on, your, on your heart. Maybe. I-, I don't
6: know, man. I've got a hold of some sativas that have made me feel pretty jumpy. Okay, so it it depends
5: on what you're, you know. Yeah. I saw a study, Preston, that said because of the increased potency of of, of marijuana today, and I don't know if it goes with edibles or whatever else, that exactly what you said, more and more people are reporting that in... Instead of a of a, of a, of a, of a calming, calming effect, okay. it agitates and can wind you.
6: It up. can, it yeah. can,
5: depending on what you got. So um, I,
9: just, I, I always think about Willie Nelson, and like I know he's probably the, the anomaly. There here, you but, go. Like that
5: dude's lived to what ninety five at this Let, point. You know? yeah, the yeah. Last thing you expect to see is Willie Nelson on top of a, a Nakatomi Plaza <laughs> with a machine gun. <laughs> yeah. and to remind yeah. you, like Snoop Dogg got yes. outsmoked by
6: Willie Nelson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's. That's all yeah. you need to say when you tap out. Yeah, yeah, he's ninety. Uh, Casey, um, when, when should we break? We're doing Fox Good Day like, today. Now, okay, so we're done. Damn yeah. it! Oh man, yeah. I had another well, really good one. Uh, if you can do it in two minutes, nah, it's it's okay. We'll, we'll we'll cover it another time. So sorry, gang. You'll just have to visit again. We've got lots of things here for you at the Just Saying Institute, including the new Pesto Pestorium.
5: <laughs> Pesto Pestateria. Yeah, Pestateria. That's, that's it. All
6: right. Uh, so let us take a break, but remind you, we do have a secret text word today, and we're giving away tickets to see uh, Napier Gatsy, who's going to be performing Thursday, March 7th at the Wells Fargo Center. Tickets are on sale now for that. But. If you haven't gotten them yet, text word secret to 39333. We'll get you in the running to win those tickets. We'll be back in a second. And, yes, we're going live on Fox Good Day. And we'll have the Bizarre File for you. So stay put.
3: In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests. But some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333.
4: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding!
0: Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Winter may seem like a strange
6: time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866 90 Nation or visit
4: windownation.com to get started.
6: We've got a little less in a minute before we go on Fox Good Day. A reminder that uh, the presidency of uh, Dorm Decor TikTok tour is uh, up and running. The uh, the voting is happening as we speak. So you can go to PrestonSteve.com. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. And take a look when you get a chance. And it's brought to you by uh, College Ave Student Loans, a better way to pay for college. So if you get a chance, do that. Nice. Uh, Campout's coming up five days. I'm going to keep hitting the countdown as we get closer and closer to the event. Our 26th year of doing this at uh, right next to Xfinity Live. At uh, WMMR.com slash campout, you get the information, including free uh, donor parking on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. And you can find out the details about that because there are sporting events taking yes. place that <laughs> All right, here we go, live on Fox. Good day. Hey, President Steve. Steve.
0: Uh-
6: Uh, Your crew there. Are you all set in your ways? When was the last time, Steve, you did something new, something you've never done
5: before? Well, it depends. Are you talking something extreme, or going out to a new place, or uh, experiencing a new movie? Any of those? I'm. I'm, I am a creature of habit. But I do like to right? experience new things. I'm I'm like an onion. There are many layers to me, <laughs> and I make you cry when you cut me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but
7: so I cry all the time. That's she cry, she's
5: right, crying, crying. But I I I do. I'm probably more a creature of habit, you know, in that I like to stick to the things that I like. But then again, I'm always checking out new movies. I'm always, uh, you know, restaurants. I tend to stick with my my group that I go to most often. Yeah, I think like Marissa's very adventurous. Caty's uh, a sure. complete loose cannon. <laughs> Preston's <laughs> bouncing off the walls. He's Preston. You're more like me, right? In, yeah, in, in, Well, I, I went to a, um, a new massage place
6: recently. It was called Happy Endings. A to, yeah. oh, oh,
5: wow. go it's a great there, place. I had to go there.
6: You know what's oh, great about them? Um, they have mints by the cash register. They do. Yeah. They do. No, I we we like to go. I I'd, I'd say about every two months or so, we'll try a new restaurant. We'll we'll, we'll check something oh. new out. And so. you, that's it, adventurous as adventurous yeah. as you get. Yeah. I mean, I, I I you know golf is my activity. I try to get out and play courses I've never played before, stuff like that. But I, yeah, I'm not yeah. crazy adventurous. Nothing but real
3: radical. Look, mm.
6: um,
5: Kathy does bounty hunting now and then. Yeah.
6: She'll,
7: she'll oh, Yeah. yeah. She'll, no, I'm I'm not good. Yeah. with change. I, it like takes me a little while. I have to get used to things. Um, I, I'm redoing my kitchen and I had a hard time getting rid of my old kitchen cabinets. I was like, they're not really that bad though. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, creature habit. Mm. Yeah, now see, it seems like Casey Boy would be adventurous. Oh, oh,
8: no. oh absolutely! Boy. He's the <laughs> Magellan of the show. Here we go. Um, yeah, probably. I don't know. Um, you are. Yeah. You are. Although, I mean, I just yeah. did the same vacation this past winter, or summer that that I did, did. like six years well, what ago. What was that vacation? It was but very it, cool. I mean, it's you know, I, I rafted through the Grand Canyon. I slept under the stars, and that was pretty
7: adventurous. Oh, but
5: come on, I know he I went know. to the bathroom outside.
8: I did did! Well, there was nowhere else to go. I I did that last night. He
0: also
7: runs out in the snow naked and stuff. Yeah,
0: one of my favorite clips of all time.
8: (laughs) Not (laughs) naked, not naked. I was, I think, wearing Uh, underpants. But uh, if you watch that clip, you realize that when I started running outside... I didn't anticipate it being as cold as it was. <laughs>
5: well, how
9: could it you was, possibly think that? You know, it,
5: it was snow. <laughs> it yeah,
9: was the, it, I noticed uh, how cold it was on the way back. <laughs> you, you did, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah, not that I was looking.
2: You were.
9: It was hard to see. Yeah. Are you guys adventurous? <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I was trying to think of something well, new. Mike will eat anything. So. Oh, I eat any kind of. You put it
3: in front of me, I'll eat it. <laughs> uh, uh, that, the uh, last ladies. thing I, think I did that was. <laughs> 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 uh, go. Go.
7: Oh
3: yeah! <laughs> you just got yourself
7: in
1: trouble.
8: We've been uh, cut uh, off.
6: Yeah. Uh, uh, I uh, no, uh...
7: They're gonna get us in trouble.
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I guess we can do the bizarre file now. No.
1: Bizarre. WMMR. Presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre File.
6: Brought to you by Lee High Valley Restaurant Group, Red Robin. They've got holiday gifts all wrapped, and you can give the gift of yum with a twenty-five dollars Red Robin holiday gift card, and get a five dollars bonus a buck reward for you. And that's now through December thirty first. Red Robin. Yum. yum. All right, so we'll start with uh, a poop story. A poop story. An Ohio judge has issued an arrest warrant for a woman accused of defecating on a church altar. Uh-huh. Laura Menard was uh, doing court on Monday for a hearing in connection with her indictment for allegedly relieving herself inside the chapel at Cincinnati's Good Samaritan Hospital. Uh, when Menard failed to appear for her court date, the judge ordered her arrest. Originally busted for desecration, a felony, Menard was subsequently indicted for criminal damage or endangerment. You're in a building full of bedpans. Uh, since her arrest earlier this year, Menard had repeatedly violated terms of her supervised release. Uh, she after she allegedly uh, she was. Busted in May after she allegedly defecated on the altar and used a fabric runner on the altar to wipe herself. That's not right. Uh, cops charged that she also used a picture in a chapel and smeared feces on uh, the table of an altar. And of she the, sort that's of that's looks
5: wrong. like David Faustino, President. We're looking at a picture. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, That's a place where people go if they're, you know, they're they're praying for someone who's sick or in yeah. a bad way. Yeah. That's just wrong. You don't want to smear poop. No. Uh, there.
6: There's other places. There are other poop smearing places. Uh, Florida man who police say apparently tried I tried to... This is... Okay... This is a disturbing story. All right. Heads up, okay? But, but Florida man who police say apparently tried to <laughs> circumcise a toddler he was babysitting oh has been charged with felony child oh my abuse. God. Uh, Timothos Powell was arrested on Monday in connection to the incident involving a two-year-old boy. He's 29 years old, by the way, the, uh, the gentleman. Uh, detectives learned about the child's injuries when the State Department of Children and Family Investigators uh, asked for assistance with the case. Investigators, uh, the investigator was notified By staff of the local hospital, the boy had been brought into treatment for a cut to his penis. The injury caused bleeding. Powell, who was caring for the child while the child's mother was at work, was seen on surveillance video changing the child's diaper. Investigators said he initially told police that he found a piece of glass in the diaper and believed it cut the child. But when confronted about the injury, Powell said he was frustrated, lost his temper, and pulled down on the child with force, hurting him. But a nurse and doctor said the cut was much too clean and precise to be accidental. The nurse did note that the injury had to have been inflicted by someone. The doctor also agreed the wound was too precise for a skin tear and was done with intent. This is just insane. I, and how could you ever possibly think
5: you could get away with something yeah, like well, that even? Was he was Did he, he say, someone they'd used before? Was he vetted? I don't know. Did he say on his on his uh resume that I'm an amateur mole?
6: Yeah, Powell is slated to be arraigned on uh, the charge on November 21st. That is messed up. Here's the follow-up story. A prominent Canadian author has pleaded guilty after she was accused of kidnapping her son and faking their deaths. Dawn Walker, an indigenous indigenous woman of Saskatchewan, was reported missing in the summer of 2022, sparking a high-profile search for, search for her. Uh, she was found in Oregon with her son two weeks later. Walker has said that she disappeared because she was fleeing domestic violence. Uh, police later charged her with nine offenses, including parental abduction, identity fraud, and forging a passport. She had initially pleaded not guilty in the case. But on Thursday, Walker entered a guilty plea. Yeah. <laughs> Of two three charges, and uh, both her lawyer and the prosecutor have asked the judge for a twelve-month conditional sentence, meaning she would serve time in the community and be followed by an eighteen-month probation. Uh, the judge must now decide on a final sentence. So, after a two-week search, which including uh, probing the South Saskatchewan mm-hmm. River, police announced uh, in August of 2022 that Walker had been found safe with her child, more than a thousand miles away in Oregon. They home to
5: Oregon. <laughs> they <laughs> more time.
1: Back home to Argonne. (laughs) And why? Good
2: questions.
6: Good use. All Back good home questions. to Oregon. Yeah. So uh, she had fled to Oregon. And why? I don't, and Back I, home to Oregon. I hate it when people call it Oregon, by yeah. the way. Uh, so she <laughs> fled due to her honest belief that uh, the child faced grievous, imminent harm and that her disappearance was the final, most desperate attempt in a long series of fruitless bids to seek protection from authorities.
8: Such
5: a-, uh, a crock of <laughs> And there you go. Yes. I don't think they're buying it. All right. Uh,
6: here's another horrible story with children involved. Wow. Uh, Circumcision, yeah, this kidnapping. Is a group of incensed Florida parents say their children were whipped at their prep school in Orlando last week. Police responded to Alpha Learning Academy, which is run by the St. Mark A.M.E. Church, Thursday afternoon in response to allegations. Parents say that a pastor at the church, who is not directly involved with the school. Walked into the fourth grade classroom, told students that they'd be whipped with a belt for misbehaving. It's whipping time. They say that he told any student who'd misbehaved to stand up unless they wanted an even worse punishment. I want to fight you. Then asked the teacher to point out any others who'd also misbehaved.
5: I want to hear what Pacino has to say
1: about this. Uh, <laughs> anything we applicable? <laughs> I'm just getting warmed
5: up. Uh, parents say
6: eight children were whipped with a belt, receiving three lashes each. That's wrong. He's not
3: a bad man.
6: At least one of them was left with bruises <laughs> on his upper leg, his mother said. Uh, they say that nothing like this has happened before during their time at the school. And showed, what the hell is that? And showed media outlets the school handbook, which does not mention whipping. Uh, they are calling for the pastor to be arrested and the teacher involved to be held accountable. Uh, please confirm an investigation is underway. The parents also say the pastor is claiming that the children volunteered to be whipped. Oh, yes. Kids always do. Which they say is a lie. And one mother says when she withdrew her daughter from the school, the administrators tried to have her sign a form saying that the reason had to do with academics. And she made them change it to. Better uh, think again. To child abuse. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yes. yes. Yeah, totally. All right. Uh, one more story. And then we will wrap this up. Four men have been charged in the theft of a solid gold Toilet, which was valued at roughly one point two five million dollars when it was stolen, didn't Larry Flint have one of those? Its current value, which has not been, uh, by the way, it hasn't been found, uh, is roughly five point nine three million. I don't know if Larry Flint did. He had a gold-plated wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So the toilet was taken from uh, Blenheim. Palace, Winston Churchill's birthplace in 2019, just days after its installation. It had been previously displayed at the Guggenheim Museum in New York City as part of an America exhibit. I gotta take a Guggenheim. <laughs> by Italian artist uh, Maurizio Catalan. Uh, after the theft, Catalan said he hoped that the robbery was a kind of Robin Hood-inspired uh, action. Uh, but the toilet was fully functional. Before it was taken, the gold toilet had been connected to the plumbing system, and uh, the toilet's remover call, removal calls Significant damage and flooding to the building.
5: You would think they would be under a little bit more uh, protection if it's worth that amount of money. Yeah. So James Sheen faces
6: uh, charges of burglary. Uh, Michael Jones also, and Fred Doe and Bora Guckuck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are accused of conspiring to <laughs> transfer Guk-guk. criminal property. His last name is spelled G U C C U K. And it sounds like Guckuck. Guckuck. Hey, Guckuck. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. That,
5: that was uh, that was bizarre. Yeah. That was uh, from beginning to end, push the boundaries. I got
6: some other goodies yeah. coming up mm. later, too.
5: All right. So as we
6: are taking a break, which we're doing now, Guck uh, Guck. we have tickets, Guck, Guck uh to see Tom Papa. Ah, oh. uh, The Good Stuff Tour. The Guck Guck Tour.
8: Yeah.
6: No. Uh, show number two at the Keswick Theater, by the way. So that'll be seven, Saturday, February 17th. So why don't we take hmm. call number 17? then. 215-263-WMMR Tickets will be on sale this Friday via AXS.com So give us a call right now. Alright, we'll take a break. We'll come back in just a moment or two. Don't forget, we're going to have Art the Clown yes. on from the uh, Terrifier series. David Howard Thornton joining us uh, in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll be back. Stay with us.
11: Preston and Steve's 26th annual Camp Out for Hunger. Supporting Philip abundance Starting Monday, inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex, live from the Beanbow Bakeries USA broadcast tent.
6: Hey gang, we'd love to see you, so stop out with your donations and say, hey, there are daily individual donor prizes, plus some cool camp out swag too. And grab a free cup of morning coffee, thanks to Duncan.
11: Donate with our volunteers, equipped by Stoffer Glove and Safety, and the General Building Contractors Association, or make a cash donation, on site at the Acme Markets Tent, or at the Register of your local Acme store. Preston and Steves. Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMM, putting Philly first. Made possible
4: by Event Quip. Phil Abundance, United Rentals, Equipment, Trucking and Warehousing, Republic Services, and UPS Rental powered by SurePower.
6: Yes, Camp Out for Hunger five days away. Obviously, we're going to have tons of things there for to help you, not just us broadcasting live every single day, which we're very much looking forward to, and Pierre and Brent Porsche and Jackie Bam Bam will be down there on occasions. Uh, but you can come down and be a part of that. But also, we have uh, Skelly's Amusements with the... Uh, the rides that will be uh for you to access we have uh stuff going on in the afternoon and evening as well of course we're doing camp out after dark uh food trucks and fireworks celebration fireworks is brought to you by five below and a drone show a drone show that starts at seven thirty. and the fm band and live on stage are you, uh, i'm, playing, I'm yes. playing a couple of songs with those guys nice. for sure so that's uh, come down early. Come down dinner time, man, because all the food trucks and Marissa, where are those pictures I was supposed to <laughs> yeah, see right, yeah. and the list of food trucks, because I want to make sure I plug all of those people so people know what kind of food they can expect.
2: So we're waiting on the health department to finalize it. I can give you the list. It's just not 100 percent sealed.
6: Time sealed, Damn. delivered on yeah. yours. we can still go with it. it. I think we can still yeah, go with yeah.
7: it. My yeah. guess Wait, is the health l- department has to approve the whole event or each truck individually? You know,
2: there's lots of pieces going on. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, lots uh, of hands uh, out. Lots of pieces in the works. So
6: maybe, maybe bring happen. a little bag <laughs> lunch with no, you.
2: Know? No, 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 no. <laughs> the event is good to go. Okay. We are set. I mean, I could read it right now or we could maybe do it a little do later on. Yeah,
6: go ahead. Do it. Go ahead.
2: How about, Preston, I'm going <laughs> to type it up. To. I'm going to give it to you. All
6: right. I'll do, all right. I'll, yeah, I'll do it later. All right. After, 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 kind of we, after we talk to Art the Clown, yeah, I'll... I'll, I'll oh, that's a nice little okay. tease right Ooh. there. Ooh. Ooh,
2: 822. That's a good tease right there.
6: All right. So... <laughs> Uh, we also have uh, coming up on Tuesday night is a uh, movie night. We're showing Step Brothers. Yes. Wednesday night will be Quizzo as well, which with, uh, is huge, brother. brother Johnny Good Times. Johnny Good Times. By the way, brother. <laughs> brother Good Times.
9: Uh, Johnny Good Times. That's a big deal. A lot of people are excited that he is the host. He's a terrific host. Mercer was able to track him down, and uh, I know people that are coming to Quizo on Wednesday night at Camp Out for Hunger, specifically because Johnny Good Times is our host for the evening. Awesome. All right, and we have a we have a catered
6: flyer suite that we're giving away Great. as the uh the prize for for that terrific prize yep and then uh thursday night free t-shirt night we're working on the uh the artwork for that and uh we'll get you the numbers but a certain amount of people that show up get free t-shirts for donating just come
5: down regardless damn it
6: and then friday there is no evening thing it's all about the morning broadcast and of course we've got live bands every single day drop dead sexy is going to be there Uh, we have um sidearm and jameson and goodman fisk and chico's five all yes Yeah. Did that all from memory. That's How about uh, that? Great. Damn mm-hmm. good. Yeah. All right, so Camp Out starts in five days. Uh, so we'll get to the, the, the food truck list in a little while, but uh, something completely different I would like to talk about. I saw this article, and I, I love these type of stories. I, I think one time, years and years ago, as I told you guys uh, we had taken a trip to the uh, Caribbean in the Virgin Islands, and uh, we went on a um, um uh, uh, a snorkeling trip, and I and I was talking to our guides, and I said, "You guys are, you know, your tour guides essentially. You're taking right. people on these tours." And I said, "Tell me some of the stupidest questions that people have asked you before." Right. You know,
5: they have a they they're bound to
6: have some good stuff, and they did. And like a common thing for them to have to answer was, um, "How long does it take for someone to swim underneath the island?" <laughs> Oh my God! I've heard that to the other side. Oh boy! Yeah. Uh, also, how do you guys know where the islands will be? Oh, right. meaning that they, they float, they float. They and move. they move around. Oh, that happened in, in uh, Congress. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, they thought that uh, Guam was going to flip over if all the soldiers <laughs> were on one side of the uh, the island. Wow! So you're not getting what an island is. Are you? People who are tour guys or any have to be a you know uh, uh, information centers and so on like that uh, information desks, uh, I get asked stupid questions all the time. There was an article that popped up recently of people that that chimed in, and and the title is Dumb Tourist. As a guide, I've been asked a lot of stupid questions, but only one woman made me lose my faith in humanity. Uh Uh, So People chimed in with their own story. So I'm going to read some of these to yeah, you. Yeah, please. And if you have ever been in that position uh, and want to share one of the dumbest questions you've ever heard from a patron or a visitor, uh, please let us know. 215-263-WMMR. So here's a few of them. This uh, this person commented, My dad used to do helicopter tours of the Grand Canyon. And it's ridiculously surprising how many people expect to see the presidents of Mount Rushmore oh while God. they are oh, there.
7: Oh, that's funny. They believe you're going to see
6: Mount Rushmore
5: <laughs> in mm. the Grand Canyon.
6: Yep. Mm. <gasps> Another one says, I once worked as a tour guide in Edinburgh. And at 1 p.m. every day, the 1 o'clock gun is fired from Edinburgh Castle. And I have been asked, More times than I can count... What time does the one o'clock gun go off? No. And then they said, also, they said, I loved it being asked when Scottish people, when do Scottish people celebrate New Year's Eve? <laughs> he said, I thought this woman was joking. So I said, 25th of July. She wasn't joking. She, she had no idea uh another one says i am a tour guide in alaska this is great the dumbest question someone ever asked me was at what elevation do deer turn into moose
2: Oh yeah, that's at what elevation do deer turn into moose I like yes.
5: that. yeah and uh what would that be what why is don't the you forget the, moose. Give the
6: answer <laughs> for a moment which i was shocked at uh here's one in our general vicinity um this uh, guy said this guy at Gettysburg saw the cannons uh, that were pointing up as part of the entrance, and he asked if they were anti-aircraft. <laughs> guns.
5: Oh my God! Anti-aircraft <laughs> guns. Which honestly, that's what turned the Battle of Gettysburg. Yeah. is the air support. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. air
6: support that the Union had. <laughs> yep. A lot of people don't realize. <laughs> Oh, my God. I love that. Uh, This one says, I was a park ranger working at the information desk, and a woman approached me to get a map while we were talking a bell started ringing and she asked about the bell and i told her that it was the clock tower and that it rang out uh, the time every hour on the hour and she asked how many times it would toll so i looked at my watch and i said 12 and she said 12 why 12 what's the significance and i replied it's noon <laughs> come on man it might happen again at midnight Listen, Steve, This you were telling this story the other day in the studio. Uh, we were at uh, oh, the yeah. Y100 Festival, yeah. and Weezer was playing on stage. <laughs> and as they're playing, the light rigging lowers down, and it's a giant W behind them. Okay, yeah. this is Weezer on stage. Weezer with the giant W behind yeah. them. And somebody turns to this girl and goes, What's the W for? And she goes,
5: For Y 100. <laughs> 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 so, not the letter Y. Uh-huh. Y
7: 100. <laughs> Why? Why not? Yeah. Yeah.
5: Why? Why? Why?
7: I was in Ireland and uh, we were on the Aran Islands and we were going to miss the ferry to get back. And it was like there was like one little like bed and breakfast to stay at. And my girlfriend looks at me. She goes, well, it's all right. She's like, we'll just get a taxi. I was like, (laughs) nope, we can't do that. Where was this? (laughs) We were on the Aran Islands. Get a taxi off the island. Get a
5: taxi off the (laughs) island. People that believe you can drive to Alaska.
6: Oh, stop it.
7: You can't. You can't do that. Uh,
6: Here's a text. It says, uh, I worked at uh, Glen Canyon National Recreation Area, a.k.a. Lake Powell, a man-made lake with a dam. Uh, And so... Somebody uh, uh, had asked, why is the water so much lower on the other side of the dam? Oh. <laughs> well, the dam. Yeah, the dam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Good morning.
2: Hi, good morning. Good
6: morning, Catherine. What's up?
2: So I used to work in Atlantic City at the front desk of literally the physically biggest hotel um, and casino down there. And they used to tout that their every room had an ocean view. Hmm at 10 o'clock at night, a woman called down to the front desk and asked why she couldn't see the ocean.
5: <laughs> Did you say because it's dark?
2: Uh, so I'm stifling my laughter and I'm like, well, ma'am, I promise you in the morning, you will see the ocean. <laughs> 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 it's sweet. You have the best room like on your floor. And the best part about it was she, she put her husband on the I'm just like,
6: laughing at me. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's the best. I
5: love that. I, I just,
6: promise you in yeah. the morning, you will be able to see the ocean. That's a great way to put it, Catherine. That's false advertising. Uh-huh. They said I had an ocean view. Nice work. Um, here's one that says, um, Let me see here. Yeah. Uh, I used to give tours of a historic wooden grain elevator and farm buildings from the early 1900s. I had a guest uh, say, Isn't it amazing how much healthier everyone was? back then before we had all these chemicals and at the time we were standing next to a machine that was used to coat grain with formaldehyde oh to make it last god. longer stop it <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see this text says i used to be a lifeguard in avalon and people would ask what time is the dolphin show today come
5: on <laughs> what time is the dolphin show
8: oh my god
5: you, you see a fair amount, right down there
8: uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't. Yeah, know they what... schedule
2: them. Okay. Yeah, they I'm schedule sure them. what time yeah.
9: the show is. Usually are. one in the afternoon.
6: Yeah.
8: Hi, I am Biffy. And show's in ten minutes, folks.
6: These are stupid questions asked of tour guides and information desks. And feel free to share if you have any. Uh, This one says, I was on a tour of uh, Dubrovnik in Croatia. And the tour guide had to explain that Dubrovnik existed before Game of Thrones and was not just built for the TV series. (laughs) Yes. Just a a prop. Oh, my God. Uh, I like this one, too. It says I was on the metro in D.C., and uh, this helpless tourist had been looking for the metro map for, like, five minutes and is obviously flustered. I asked him what stop he was looking for, and he replied, oh, I found my stop, but I can't find the darn you-are-here arrow anywhere on this freaking map. And he says, we were on a moving train (laughs) at the time. (laughs) Wow.
5: You're here. You're here. You're here.
6: Wow. All right. Uh, Another one says, I was on a tour one time as part of a school trip to the Pickering Nuclear Power Plant. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we went there, girls in our class uh, who absolutely refused to believe that the point of a nuclear reactor was to boil water. Uh, Apparently, uh, they said, uh, that's stupid. You can plug a kettle in to boil water. Doesn't that, that doesn't make electricity. After the whole tour of the steam generator turbines and generator room, the tour guide asked any questions and one. of the girls asked so how does that make electricity and it was literally like the but why male models seen from zoolander seriously <laughs> uh, the tour guide had just explained it all and she didn't get it so it happens uh, this one says i was uh, taking people on a snorkeling tour yeah, there you go and uh as i got to explaining the wetsuits one of the participants chimed in and said wait We're going to get wet on this tour.
5: (laughs) That's part of going underwater. Yeah, It's the essence of moisture. Uh, (laughs) The
6: essence of wetness. Uh, I'm going to go to Steve. Hi, Steve. Good morning.
12: Good morning. How are you guys? Great,
6: buddy. What's up, man?
12: So uh, I was a lifeguard down in Beach Haven for a couple of years, and, you know, we would always mess with the people, and they kind of knew it, right? They, they kind of knew that we would mess with them. But this one woman asked me, and I'm like, all right, well, what causes the tides? Why does the water come in and out? And I was like, all right, I just don't feel like messing with So I was like, all right, it's the moon. It pulls on the water, and it creates the tides. And she's like, okay. No, 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 really. what <laughs> <laughs> And that was, that was that. That
5: was
6: that. You, did, you didn't go with uh, a go-to made-up story after that? That, you just... I think I was just too hungover. <laughs> I got <gotcha>. you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you.
5: When you yeah. get the right answer, and they're not going for it. You yep. just tap
6: out. Uh, this one says uh, a friend of mine was uh, works at a tour, as a tour guide at the Baths of uh, Dio in Rome. Okay. Uh, where we live. Uh, two or three years ago in the middle of November, waiting in line with other tourists, the staff spot a couple in matching bathrobes, sandals, plastic mini purse with some beauty projects. And they came from a nearby hotel absolutely convinced that the baths were fully functional and that they were about to have the most gorgeous day of their lives. Uh, the staff proceeds to just be dumbfounded and then they send them back. Mind you, all other people in line were wearing winter coats scarves. <laughs> and these two just married Americans <laughs> were set in their bathrobes i'd pay money to watch the hotel staff while these two morons return to the hotel walk through the lobby.
5: i'm not familiar uh, with this mm-hmm. um however in budapest there is actually there it, it's famous for their they have a natural sort of bath okay. mineral bath that people will come from all around the world to go and they get in their robes and go there okay. But yeah it's well known that that's what that is for it's for that purpose right
6: uh here's a text says he used to work at longwood gardens We constantly get asked if the trees and flowers were real uh <laughs> during christmas nah. and during christmas we would get asked how we colored the water for the fountain shows
5: <laughs> it's
6: lights yeah but but
5: you know what there's a
6: childlike innocence to that there yeah. is yeah. yeah there is. yeah you listen yeah. i'm sure that i've asked really dumb question. oh i know i that. have yeah. yeah
8: um i had a kid ask me one time if the grand canyon was natural or if uh people like it, it dug, wasn't I, a dug kid dug though up, was it no it wasn't uh <laughs> that same kid asked me if the water in the pacific is the same water that we have in our ocean in the atlantic <laughs> and did he also ask if uh columbus used horses to get to the? yeah
5: yeah Wait, was is he in
7: him. this room no, N- oh.
8: no, oh. no. Uh, he's he works uh, next he's store? at his home in uh, in Mount Laurel,
5: New Jersey. <laughs> oh,
13: probably putting on a mummer.
8: <laughs> he has a huge outfit. nose. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
9: his name's Jackie <laughs> Bam Bam.
6: Right,
8: right, Yeah. Right, yeah. Wait, what was it? the Columbus one? What was it? Well, we we were talking about indigenous because he didn't know how to say indigenous right. people. Of course he wouldn't. He just uh, can't say kayak. <laughs> and uh, and but we talked about that, and then we talked about Columbus, and then he was asking about. Uh, I, did he ask about the Mayflower? Uh, and I said no. It's the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. He's like, oh, wow, you're so, you're so smart. Yeah. And I'm like, this is just stuff that we learned in first grade. Right. Um, right. But uh, he asked if uh, they came over in horses. <laughs> I said, well, they put the horses on the boat. Yeah. He is, they, he's childlike. He I, is. And, and I mean, I that love is, that. that. Yeah, in an affectionate way. Like, yeah. It's
5: kind of adorable. From salad bowls to green chachos. This
6: mm-hmm. <laughs> tag says, my brother once asked me what day the Thanksgiving Day football game was on. Like. <laughs> uh let's see let me go to aaron hi aaron you're on the air good morning
2: good morning
6: guys how are you great what's up aaron
2: so I grew up in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, and um, obviously in the summer it gets really busy with a lot of tourism. And there's really only two ways onto – it's essentially an island, and it's two bridges, and the traffic would be horrendous. Um, so one year one of the locals devised a, like, window sticker that said Cape Cod Tunnel Pass, and all the locals <laughs> were buying them. And then you had these tourists who would be going around town all the time being like, there's a tunnel. How do you get to the tunnel? Like, how do I buy a pass? And it was I mean, I think it went on for, like, three or four years. Oh,
5: so great. Uh, um, I, I love that. It's a practical joke. So people, were, yeah. they see the stickers, they might think it's legit, but I still approve. It's pretty funny. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you very much, Aaron. All
2: right, it.
5: We'll go to uh,
6: somebody who has worked at Gettysburg uh, or volunteers there. Hi, Ted. Good morning.
12: Hey, good morning, guys. You guys rock. Huh? Buddy, what's up, man? Hey I I do a lot of I I've, I've been volunteering at Gettysburg Battlefield for a while with the National Park Service and Civil War Trust and um the the park rangers that I know always laugh because the question always comes up how do the monuments how did they not get shot up or dinged <laughs> or chipped during the battle? Wow. Mm-hmm. That is
5: amazing. Wow. The, the, you know, well, yeah. they just very prescient and figured that they should put up some monuments because they knew it was going to be an important battle.
2: Well, or maybe, you know, they
12: they could they knew the battle was coming and they could have put them away. I don't know. <laughs> right, but, right. But, right uh, yeah. Ted,
6: listen, I'm sure that, that sometimes people will bring, somebody who's really interested in it, will bring some people who aren't really, yeah don't really care about it and are just along for the ride or whatever. How often do they get the Revolutionary War and the Civil War mixed up?
12: Probably quite often. Probably quite often. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs>
5: hey, I don't work there, so it's kind of fun. All right, all right,
6: all right. thanks, Ted.
12: Appreciate
5: I it. Stay guys.
6: The Northern man. British and Southern British. Speaking of that, like here's one from the Revolutionary War that says, uh, "I worked at uh, the Boston Tea Party Ships and Museum, where I would uh, give tours and play historical figures like Sam Adams and John Hancock." Immediately following this one tour, which wraps up with a movie about the Battle of Lexington and Concord, a guest turned to me and asked, "So, who won?" And I say, great question. So the regulars suffered more casualties, but uh, were ultimately successful in finding that. And she cuts off and says, no, no, no. I mean the war. And I just mumbled, uh, America. <laughs> uh, she was from the Midwest, he said. So, uh, probably should have known. Yeah. This one says, uh, my mom used to be a tour guide in Greece and was once asked while showing her group some ruins, why did it never rain in ancient Greece? Being unable to understand what the tourist meant, she asked him to elaborate. He responded, well, none of the buildings have ceilings, so clearly <laughs> it never rained. And I was just wondering how that's possible. Yeah. Uh, He thought ancient Greece had no rain. He didn't understand that the roofs had simply collapsed after 2,000 years. There's
5: two options. The roofs collapsed or it never rained in ancient Greece. Mm -hmm. Another
6: one said, uh, or the same guy said, once while at the Acropolis with a group, a tourist asked if she would be taking them to the pyramids next.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you
6: got enough gas. Wow. All right. Line three? Yeah. All right. We'll go to Howard. Hi, Howard. Good Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, buddy?
12: hey, uh, a while back my grandsons and I were on a tour of Fort Mifflin and a woman on the Tour asked the guide, "Why did they build the fort so close to the airport?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my. And my eight-year-old grandson replied, pop-up, it wasn't here then.
5: It wasn't there then. Yeah, that's exactly right." <laughs> but you know what? Then when they installed it, they sent the the uh, the aircraft uh, later used in Gettysburg. Preston. Right? Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah, that's the where they
6: support, put it. Yeah. All right, thank you, Howard. We appreciate it.
5: I mean, with Independence Mall.
6: And, and all the, the historic um, sites that we have
5: in our city, there's got to be loads of horrible questions. But you rightly point out that we've all had our moments where we've labored under the, the false assumption about right. things sure. in history or location. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I mean, the, the, some of them are just home runs. Uh, let me see. This one says, uh,
6: overheard an American tourist while walking around the Coliseum. So you're telling me that all this was made before America? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. (laughs) All this was made before America. Uh, I haven't read all these, by the way. Some of these are longer. Let me go to this one. It says, I worked at a colonial American historic house museum. Gave tours in addition to working in collections and have a couple of fun stories. First, uh, I was once given a, I was giving a tour to a rather large group of people on a smoldering July weekend. And, of course, the home was refit with air conditioning. But even then, it was still pretty steamy in there. One person, a man probably around 40 or so, asked me, So, is the air conditioning authentic to when the house was built? Oh, my gosh. Wow. They said this other time we had a little miniature copy of the Declaration of Independence, which I would pick up and and reference at a certain point in the tour. One kid, probably around 20, from England or Ireland raised his hand and asked, so is that the original Declaration of Independence? And I responded, no, I'm afraid not. No one knows where it is since Nicolas Cage nabbed it back in 2002.
5: (laughs) That's a great answer. I love yeah. that. I love that. Uh, Sometimes you know that I bet you, like if you go, like we've talked about Colonial um, uh, Williamsburg, Williamsburg yeah. which is is built. It, it's a know, replica. Yeah, it's a replica. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff around there that I'm sure people get similar questions about the air conditioning
8: and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I mean, I, I thought I was uh, going to Colonial right? Williamsburg. Yeah. And it, listen, it's cool and it's cute and it's It quaint, is, yeah. But when I found out that it was just built, what? I was like, oh man. You rip off! Yeah.
6: <laughs> uh this is a one out of um It says, I work as a tour guide at the Vasa Museum in Stockholm. I've been there. It's yes. a it's a um a ship essentially that they they brought up uh that uh from the 17th century. Oh wait,
8: hang on. Is this the ship that they talk about in Vision uh the the, the two visions in uh one division? They talk about how the one ship it it, it had been over the years uh Uh, refurbished. I don't remember. I don't remember.
6: Uh, So anyway, I I said, I start every tour by saying that the Vasa is a ship from the 17th century, but almost every time I get asked uh, where the Vikings are. Well, they lived about 500 years earlier. (laughs) And one time I sat at our information desk when two middle-aged women came in and just froze when they saw the ship. In slow motion, they turned towards the information desk and yelled, is this not the Abba Museum? <laughs> no, this is the Vasa Museum, not the Abba, ABBA Vasa. Abba yeah. sounds similar. Uh, let's see. I want to go to Patty next. Hi, Patty. Good
2: morning. Good morning.
6: Hey, what's up, Patty?
2: Um, my husband used to own a custom framing store in East Norton, and and they sold arts and crafts and and little trinkets. Anyway, a mm-hmm. woman came in one day and wanted a Palmia magnet for her car. And nobody knew what she was talking about. And she's like, you know, the the Palmia magnets that everybody has on their car. And they went round and round. And they finally realized oh she was God. talking about the POW, <laughs> MIA <laughs> sticker. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Palmia. are missing in action. Right. Palmea. No idea that that's what it was. She just wanted a Palmia. for Everybody else.
5: Wow. Wow. Yeah. I vacation yeah. in Palmia. Yeah. That's
6: hilarious.
2: Really funny. Yeah. Well,
5: excellent. I love it.
6: All right. Thank you. Uh Thank you very much for sharing. Uh, Another one says I was working at a major tourist attraction in Canada and there were guides of the attraction maybe 15 different languages that were free to take all organized in in a display. Uh, The guides in English were marked English. The guides in other languages were all marked with the word uh, for the language in that language and a graphic of one or two flags from where that language is most commonly spoken. Um, And American tourists walked up and demanded to know where the guides are in American. (laughs) I think English will work just fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this says I work in a busy tourist attraction in Niagara Falls, and it's really common to be asked what time they turn the falls off
5: come on (laughs) and they they shut them off during the winter yeah now they can
6: actually divert the water and and bring it down
5: to a Mm -hmm. bit of a trickle they did years ago actually to remove a lot of the debris at the base of niagara yeah uh, on the american side and uh yeah it is pretty amazing but it's not a nightly thing
6: no they don't do that regularly this one says, walking in Vegas, heard someone ask what months of the year uh, New York gets the Statue
5: of Liberty. <laughs> oh, that we trade it back and forth between and New York and New York. Vegas York. does. Yes. Oh it's my their God. month. <laughs> oh, God. Look at it now because we got to ship it over to Vegas.
6: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I love that. Uh, another one says, my girlfriend worked at the Sherlock Holmes Museum in London, and apparently a surprising number of fully grown adults are under the impression that Sherlock Holmes is an actual living person who really lives there. I wonder how the, often that happens. Yeah. Uh, the worst part, it was that they weren't allowed to uh, disabuse the guests of their misconception. So when the guests would ask, where is Sherlock Holmes? She'd have to say something like, oh, he's just out on a case at the moment. <laughs> so they were just... Well,
5: even if you uh, y- you know the time frame of Sherlock Holmes, you know, why would you think he would still be alive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you don't know the time frame of Sherlock Holmes.
8: I don't know the time frame of Sherlock Holmes. When is it? It was modern day. Okay, well, no. I knew that.
6: <laughs> Uh, I was on a tour of Scotland a few tours before my group was another group of Americans, and this one bunch was quite observant and were having a great time looking at farmland and such. Uh, This one lady spots a sheep with a dyed spot of wool, and in all seriousness, she said, is that the way to tell what color wool the sheep will grow into? (laughs) Uh, The tour lady responded saying, yes, keep an eye out for the tartan sheep. Uh, They are lovely this time of year.
5: Wow! Do you take many tours in uh, Scotland? Yeah, uh, yeah, a couple. Yeah, we did the uh, we did the Loch Ness tour. We did the um, the underground, uh, the underground, which was phenomenal. Uh, Balmora, um, you know, a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's it, it is. Uh, you can walk around and, and experience so much yourself, but it's it's worth taking the guided tours. All right. Uh, This says I used to work
6: as an open-top bus tour in London, and part of the route goes through a tunnel. And when we came out of the tunnel, a lady turned and said, Do not talk under there out of respect. And I asked, Sorry, respect for who? And she says... Diana. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. I asked her to repeat herself. She says, Well, that's the tunnel that Princess Diana was killed in, isn't it? She didn't believe me when I explained it. Princess Diana died in Paris, which is in France, a totally different country. Yeah. Well, people get mixed up when they're on vacation. Uh, Let me go to Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Good morning. Hey,
12: sorry to bother you guys at fun. At fun. (laughs) That's what it is, brother. What's up, man? So, all right, my buddy works at Washington's Crossing up, uh, you know, Pennsylvania, New Jersey and said, uh, you know, people will, will kind of think about it first. And then they'll say, well, did Washington and his men use the bridge? Oh, no. <laughs> 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 you got to love that. <sighs> yeah, Why wouldn't he, for
6: God's sakes?
12: Happened, uh, numerous times. It's not so so impressive. I'm
6: sure. I'm sure. And, and people, I'm sure they get it regularly. Dude,
5: You could have just walked
6: over. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break here in just a second, but uh, this is, I once had a woman insist that she needed to spray herself with my bear spray, because I could not, because I could not make her understand that it does not work the same <laughs> as insect repellent. No, it's <laughs> like, it's oh. like sunblock. <laughs> She decided against taking the tour and called the yell at my boss over my refusal to spray her with bear spray. (laughs) You should have just done it. Absolutely. Okay, lady. Now you can go kick a grizzly. You asked for it. All right, here is uh, another call. This is Gregory. Yo,
12: Gregory, good morning. Good morning, y'all. So I'm from Amish country, Pennsylvania, and a lot of tours don't understand it. That's their way of life. They're not state employees. They're not actors and actresses. It's their religious belief. They're not going to stop and pause for pictures with
2: you. They don't get mad at them. Mm-hmm. So, so
5: people, think, people think that they're performers at some sort yes. of amusement park.
2: Yes, yeah. yes. And they would actually get very offended if, if you
12: took pictures of them. They don't believe in making images of any kind. They're in their homes. They don't have mirrors. They certainly don't have the modern conveniences. So taking a picture is actually something you don't want to do. It's it's their family.
5: Right. Now, now, who are you yeah. playing? Yeah. <laughs>
12: yeah.
7: Remember yeah. when I had that Amish woman in the back of my car and I so desperately wanted to get a picture? And I was like, no, it's like I, we asked her and she was like, no, we don't take pictures and there's no yeah. pictures on the walls in our house. Right, right, right. Right. right.
12: right. Thanks. So, I mean, go up there and be a tourist. They appreciate the dollars, but just, just be respectful of the fact yes. that they are authentic. That's their way of life.
5: You what they it. are very proud of though Thanks often is job. their their home theaters yeah which they, uh, yes. yeah, yeah and they, why wouldn't you be those yeah. no sound <laughs> systems are. <laughs> It's like you're there. That surround sound brother. Wait, yeah.
7: I just I just have a little side note um, if I can plug something really quick. Yeah. I actually spoke to a woman who ran away from the Amish community. I spoke to her yesterday uh, and you know, I do a show on Sundays at Ben FM. It's called Her Story. It airs Sunday mornings, but her interview is going to air this Sunday. I talked to her for about an hour. Her story is incredible. She really? left the Amish community. She now lives a more tradi- traditional lifestyle, but she talks about um, living in the Amish community and, and her family family and her parents and her siblings she has 18 siblings oh my god yeah and she uh now that she's gone she can't have a relationship with all of them her story's amazing um so it'll be on this sunday and then uh, i post a link to the podcast as well
6: okay and as we're wrapping up we'll, we'll uh, plug something else because kathy i overheard yeah a little while ago she said <laughs> the holiday activity list is and i quote Killer,
7: <laughs> it is.
5: She, uh, she doesn't say
6: that. No. no, that's not a word you normally. Call no,
5: activities. Activities.
6: it'll be uh, what do we call holiday activities? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You
7: know, sometimes I I struggle. Like I, I want it to be different, and I want you know I don't want to add all of the same things, and so I sometimes struggle to find things that are different that people haven't heard about. This year it was like so easy. The list just just awesome. easily I coming love, together. I love it's hearing new that stuff. It's yeah. updated stuff. It's just awesome.
9: uh, post Thanksgiving. We'll get it.
7: Uh, we're going to get it uh, Tuesday, the 28th, yes. At, uh, right, right after, after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Excellent.
6: Nice. All right. That's so awesome. mark it in your calendar because you can make all of your holiday plans with Kathy's audio. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Let's take a break because we need to talk to a psychotic serial murderer <laughs> yes. when we return. Uh, he is the star. He's Art the Clown from the Terrifier series, and he's going to be at uh, the Monster Mania event this weekend at Oak. So we'll be back in a moment again. Stay with us.
3: Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR? Ask it to open MMR, and it'll begrudgingly comply.
4: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter,
0: Facebook, and TikTok.
4: And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm
0: kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme.
13: Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, ihate steven Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita Diamond Stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent, and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. ihate steven One place, one price.
4: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, our next guest is
6: going to be calling us, right? Yeah. Uh, so we're waiting for a call from him. Uh, he'll check in in just a few minutes. Um, so uh, okay. I'm actually glad we have a minute here okay, because um, sometimes I come across these stories and I don't know where to put them. Like they don't quite fit in the Bizarre File, they don't quite fit in the Just Sayin Institute. We need to create more characters for you. And uh, no, that's what we need to do. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to share this story. And since we're going to have a, a guest on that, that promotes pretty weird stuff anyway because uh, the movies are demented, but uh, I saw a story. The other day, that the that scientists have found. I guess I could have put this in the Just Saint Institute, but oh <laughs> no, don't do it.
8: I we, know we're not going back.
6: No, no, no. Are you no. Sure? But they, what about one of the satellite locations? Okay, we're at the Delaware County Just Sane Institute.
8: Institute now in Delaware County, just uh, outside of Springfield.
6: Uh, but no, um, so starfish. Yeah, love them. Tasty. They're beautiful. No, they're not. Oh, they're not. Okay. I don't know if you can get them or not. But essentially, this article said that that a starfish is just basically like a head that just crawls around on the ocean floor
8: that's it huh <sighs>
6: like like it's just a moving head like there's like the, that creature has no torso it has and they they and they were trying to identify like where they, they've come to the this These like the, the entire thing is just a head
5: right then that, that that of
6: its structure and is the thought just that. of a head just rolling around on the ocean floor i think is um Pretty disturbing,
9: Steve. You know how you talk about like uh, weird memories that just stick in your brain. I have a right. vi- very vivid memory of dissecting a starfish in eighth or ninth grade. Science. No kidding. Yeah, and
5: um, it was it was fascinating. Like, it, uh, I'm what exactly? Not... I mean, I, I I've seen them all my life. What what exactly comprises the innards of a starfish? Uh, it's uh, well. Every arm is the same, yeah. You know, and then and they like, can regenerate, yes, and they can,
9: yeah. yeah. And so you, uh, if you cut off one of the arms, uh, you know, while it's still alive, it'll regrow or whatever. But it was a really interesting look into like the underneath, the underbelly, the innards, the workings of, of what a starfish uh, actually is.
7: When I was in the Caribbean once, we went on a starfish excursion, <laughs> and the pictures were like incredible. I right guess far. the
5: whale watching was full,
7: right? No, no, it was oh. it was incredible because it was it was shallow, like really? turquoise water, and. Hold on the pictures were amazing okay. and there were starfish everywhere all different color we were like this is going to be great and so we went out on this like big catamaran with with a bunch of people and we get out there and we had to get in the water and like search for them there was not one no. starfish anywhere we found <laughs> one sucks. The, wait we found one we found oh. one starfish and so when we got, what do you want? when yeah. we got back on i we asked the guy we were like you're taking us on the starfish Excursion, there was one out there, and he was like, Oh, yeah. He goes, Well, they're all dying because people pick them up and t- bring them out of the water. <laughs> well,
5: they should have let you know. Yeah.
6: Somebody
13: should have told
7: us that. Yeah. It probably not
6: sell as many tickets. And well, he was probably the one taking them on the tours where yeah. people were picking them up and killing yeah. them off. Yeah. So.
7: Yeah, he was like, "You didn't pick it up, did you?" We were like, "No." You
6: know, no. now that I think about it, I friggin' hate starfish. <laughs> uh, by the way, they they belong to a group called uh, echinoderms.
5: Right? It's a they meet every Tuesday.
6: No, they don't. I don't. <laughs> they meet at Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that that includes uh, sea urchins, sand dollars, and sea cucumbers. Uh, mm, yeah. which are all pretty weird things. I've like. i I've never seen a uh, starfish in a while, but I don't oh. think I'd like to touch Well, one.
8: They, I used to see them all the time when I was in uh, Ocean City. They had all these, they had jetties, and the, for some reason, I don't know why, but uh, right around the jetties, yeah. they would congregate, and okay. so we would catch them there. I haven't seen them probably since I was like 12 or 13 years old, though. <laughs> you killed them all. Son <laughs> of a bitch, catchy catch animal, them. destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was weird. Uh, that is very and, weird.
5: And inappropriate, uh, uh, that You'd
6: have a, uh, a sea head. Uh uh, agreed. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it would uh, the weirdness would tie into our next guest. Uh, am I playing a clip?
5: Uh, it's just a the oh, theme. Oh, he's his theme. Okay.
6: Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. So at the Expo Center at Oaks, this weekend is uh, Monstermania, and you can get tickets at monstermania.net. There's going to be a lot of uh, people from that genre, a lot of horror stars. Of luminaries. That will be there like uh, Nev Campbell and Matthew Lillard and David Arquette and Hayden Panettiere and Jamie Kennedy. Our buddy Jamie Kennedy is there. Yeah, yeah. And Alice Cooper is going to be there. I'm going to be there, too, for two hours. Steve Morrison yeah. will be there. Uh, and this gentleman will be there. And so the Terrifier uh, series of movies is the third one that's going to be made.
5: Yeah, I'm a massive fan and this guy is the reason the uh, the movies uh, the, the rest of the cast is phenomenal as well but he thunders as Art the clown yeah and uh, it's demented insane crazy over the top ridiculous character
6: as you can imagine uh, please welcome the man who plays him David Howard
2: Thornton yeah. to the show yeah. this morning hey David You're
6: such a flatterer oh uh, you know <laughs> we want to throw as much at you as possible so well, uh, thank you thank you I'm I'm going to tell you something David uh, about my co-host Steve here because <laughs> uh, he is the one that. To facilitate this. Now, I've, I've not seen the films. I've seen clips of the films. It's not really my genre. But we just had in our studio, we had uh, on the monitor, we had either a trailer or kind of Art's Greatest Hits. And I wasn't watching the trailer. I was watching Steve watch the trailer. And while he's watching you do your thing, he had this demented smile on his face the entire time.
5: Yeah, it's right. It's true. And It, it, it kind of scared me. It, it is funny how what it taps into uh david oh, yeah. and 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 that element of it you try to tell people um you know what it's about and and why it catches people the way it does and i always say this uh terrifier 2 floated, floats between 85 and 90 percent on rotten tomatoes um and and rightfully so so Even the critics, who usually reflexively go against stuff like this, see where it's going. And that humor element is something you and uh, Damien Leone, the writer-director, bring to this character and, and do in such a way because you have a background in comedy, correct?
12: correct that is correct that's what i always did before i did this i never imagined i'd do horror i thought i'd be doing sitcoms or something like that yeah because it's
5: funny i mean art now art the clown was described as quote perhaps the most vicious slasher in movie history and you wow. look at your picture and you could be the mayor of pleasantville yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> yeah, well, it's, makeup it's, on. it's a yeah. complete dichotomy so um it's got to be wild especially you grew up in alabama correct I did Huntsville, Alabama. Hunt, so and and you you're, you were actually sort of protected from horror movies until you got into college. That's true. Right. And <laughs> for a brief period you were teaching elementary school. I was. Oh my God. <laughs> so you will understand this leap to what is arguably, I mean, because Art is really not a serial killer, he's a serial mutilator. And, and that is, yeah. is sort of the essence of his charm, so to speak. How did you make that leap? How did that turn occur?
12: I just auditioned for the movie. <laughs> it was they were looking for a tall, skinny guy that had um, experience doing comedy or like physical comedy or clowning, and I'm like, oh, that's perfect for me. <laughs> I
6: literally like look, work as a clown. Like they were looking for somebody who had experience in that. Yeah, yeah. And so you had done that before. No. (laughs) You did what any good actor does. You You lie
12: lie. on your (laughs) resume. I'll tell you what... (laughs) I just did a lot of physical comedy growing up, so I was like, ah, I can do this. No, not, you,
5: know. you, okay. you have the chops, and I'll, no pun intended, and I'll tell you why, because it is wild to watch your performance. The original gentleman who did it, Mike uh, Gianelli, uh, was in uh, All Hallows Eve, which was the, the first time that we see uh, Art the Clown. Now, in, in Terrifier, you become uh, Art the Clown. And I I remember telling Preston after I saw that first movie, I came in and I said, this guy's, you know, it's one of those unsettling things where you're saying, oh... Oh, that's delightful. That's adorable. And then you know there's um there's a scene in particular in the original Terrifier where you come into the, the diner, there are these two girls at the table across the way and and they're you know, they're doing their thing and you, you give a stare that suddenly then turns into like a hi and you're psychologically playing games with them and you've now become the you've turned them into the prey. But it's gotta be a wild um tightrope to walk because you have no dialogue. You've got to convey this all with just Mesticulations and and you're under makeup and you're pulling that off. Does it take a lot of um, in front of the mirror figuring out what you're going to do or is it just instinctive?
12: Yeah, that's, that's what I did. Um, uh, that's It goes back to my stage days when I did a lot of children's theater because um, I would usually play characters that had a lot of makeup on. So I would actually sit in front of a mirror after I they put the makeup on for my first time and just make faces for about half an hour, just seeing how far I could go with things, how everything would look with makeup how it would read. So when I got Cass's art, I did the same thing. I was in the bathroom for like 30 minutes. I think they were worrying about me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing in there, man? I'm like, I'll oh, just make faces. No, sure. I
5: think it would be unnerving as as an actor or is in that position to say, because the thing you don't want to do is just, you know, it seems weird to say this, to be ridiculous with it, because um, because it has to you have to ultimately be. Terrified of this character, mm-hmm. but yet you find, for example, now you've crossed over the the boundary here where um, art has become the um, ha- Halloween costume. I mean, you're in the ranks now, whether you and I'm sure you're, you're savoring it uh, of of Michael Myers, of Jason Boris of Freddy Krueger, yeah. and and so y- you're seeing you know armies of art the clowns out there so to, to what do you think is it is about the character that makes it resonate with people of um, of all different types of personalities
12: yeah i have to think that it is very very weird how that's happened in, in such a short amount of time too it's like i mean recently for halloween you know yeah i, I was seeing so many halloween costumes yeah. and stuff like that Just fans posting but then you had Tyga, who dressed up like me. At the, at the Casamigos party, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was with, yeah. them, like, but, heavy hitters dressed yeah, as you. Oh, well, what's even crazier is, like, it's you know, the photo hasn't been leaked or anything like that, but um, someone leaked the photo to us from uh, Heidi Klum's private party Jeff Bezos apparently was dressed <laughs>
5: Jeff Bezos was dressed as Art the yeah, Clown.
12: Yeah, Damien showed me the picture and he's standing right next to Elon Musk dressed as me and I'm like,
5: "What the hell? Dude, you you've arrived. <laughs> Tell me that some, for a it's moment crazy. it didn't flash in your mind I should be able to get some kind of money. <laughs> no, <for> <laughs>
2: that needs <that. laughs>
12: to fun part 3, that's what I was thinking.
5: Yeah. yeah, listen David, if you're not getting a year of free Prime, uh, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's,
12: there's Yeah, no kidding.
5: There's no justice <laughs> yeah. in the world. Oh man, I, I could I could use some
12: free Prime. but yeah, I, uh, David, answer the yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah, but the, the answer to answer the question is like I think it's because art is this blend of all the horror icons that came before him. Yeah, you, you have so many different characteristics from like Pinhead, Jason, um, Chucky, and of course Michael Myers and Freddy, in him. So he's, he mixes that 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 um, that weird blend of like horror and comedy together very well yeah so you know i I think it's the comedy that allows us to get away with what we get away with
6: (laughs) (laughs) now did you have to upon assuming this role did you think at all about comparisons to pennywise and how to make things completely different than that super well-known psychotic clown character
12: Definitely, definitely. I mean, that—that's even how Damien came up with a concept for art. He designed him to be the complete opposite of Pennywise. Mm. I was like, because you know, Pennywise is the king. You, you, yeah, you, literally, really? it's, it's created by Stephen King. So I <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, that's why you know, you know, Pennywise is colorful. Art is black and white. Pennywise is you know has hair. Art is bald. Pennywise you know talks. He speaks, art's completely man. silent. Yeah. I mean, but it, it, it works in ways that,
5: I, and again, I listen, if you have any sort of um, inability to tolerate screen, blood, or gore, these are not the movies for you. But if you Thank can, you. Uh, no, not at all. And in fact, I would say, and I know that you would uh, agree with this, it is the creativeness of these barbaric <laughs> murders and mutilations. Mm-hmm. Do, do, you, do you have to go to, what side of you do you go to to make this work? Is it the, uh, the dark side you could imagine or is it just as much the comical side because there is literally one brutal skinning sequence where you you literally rub salt in someone's wound.
12: Yeah, yeah that was my idea oh. <laughs> nice so so we, we had talked about doing like just bleach in there originally or like you know right. um window cleaner and I'm like, i just said like why don't we just you know, you know the the whole idiom of rubbing salt in a wound. Why don't we actually just do that? Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> so I don't know what that's saying about me because <laughs> usually, like ninety nine percent of the time, it's Damien coming up with these kills, and I'm like, oh my god, dude.
5: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that, and that's and that you have to be creative. It's it is a, it's got to be that has to be daunting in and of itself to keep out doing because just when you think there's no one is safe in any of these movies um uh, no. a it doesn't matter what is the what is the common safe area to be if you're a character in a movie you are you are up for grabs and uh again outdoing yourself with each of these things and i'll tell you what uh, for to Damien's credit uh david the movies are beautifully shot they are they are yeah. such an homage to the 90s or late 80s gore movies uh, i i my wife <laughs> thinks i'm deranged to begin with but i am I was literally lapping and i was tearing up at the nostalgia of of this so uh but it but it's it's a it's a tough rope to walk how are you (laughs) how are you with being in this makeup how often are you covered in blood because it looks like constantly that's your attire throughout the majority of these movies
12: yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much covered with blood all the time. It seems like it. It gets cold. It's very very. <laughs> I cold. would imagine. Yeah, because <laughs> we we usually film all these movies in the winter too, and then oh. late at night, so it it can be pretty cold and miserable for us. I, I mean, like we filmed there in affiliate uh, uh, the the fright factory there for the big climax of part two, mm. and that was in the middle of, like January and February, <laughs> and that was not fun. Yeah.
6: Yeah, no. Imagine. Uh, listen, David. You know, obviously, the third movie is going to happen, and like yeah. a successful uh horror franchise or slasher franchise, maybe this will go on for who knows eight, nine, ten of them. You never know. And at some point, as they start to expand on this character and, and learn more about Art, I would imagine uh, later on, maybe Art speaks. You never know. And if he does, I'm just going to. Throw this out there, if you could do an Owen Wilson impression <laughs> as his voice, I think that would blow everybody. Wow! I
5: wow. wow. your balls off, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's been been uh, thrown out there as far as you know. Will, will that Speaking. ever ever happen? Speaking, and I I, I don't know. I, I will guarantee you there. Fans would get very passionate about that. Uh, We talk about the second movie, and no one saw the fact that world-building was going to take place. You have this character of Sienna, who is the, the Ripley who is the uh, yeah. Laurie Strode of the Terrifier movies, uh, Laura uh, Lavera, right? Lavera, is that correct?
12: Yeah, Lauren Lavera. Yeah,
5: Lauren Lavera. Yeah. Yeah, she is amazing. She's tremendous. So mm-hmm. w- were you thrilled to see that progression to this? This, You know, we learned there's an other obviously, to art and that there is something predestined to her story. And uh, and the third one is coming out. This has got to be engaging for you.
12: Mm-hmm. Oh, it really is. Because, you know, that's the, that's the thing. It's like I always wanted, you know, there to be a, you know, a Batman to arts Joker. And I knew that Damon was really excited about this one character, Sienna, that he had created like years before. But even before he created art, he had created Sienna in his mind and we found the perfect woman to play her. I mean, Lauren is fantastic, and it's like I, I can't wait to do more with her because there's so much more to explore with her story going into part three. She's yeah. unbelievable. Uh, the fact oh, that she, this is, is as
5: early in her career, I mean, this is a lot of stuff to handle. She's amazing, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you who, who rocked my world, too, in Terrifier 2, the pale little girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, there is this demonic girl who is, we believe, is only in art's mind, Preston, but mm-hmm. is actually doing things that Suggest more than that. Uh, the actress's name is it Emily McLean? Amelie. Amelie. Okay. Um, Yeah. um, Amelie. Um, And she's like a a veteran of uh, soap operas and stuff like that. What was it like working (laughs) with her in, I mean, you're, you're literally in carnage. I mean, you are literally, there's a scene in a laundromat where you, though you're not obviously fully naked, you're sitting there and, and yet your first encounter with her. What was that like? Do you, do you have to kind of keep things very light or how do you, how do you slalom that?
12: Well, well, the whole part where I'm basically naked, I, you know, like <laughs> that. I, I was like, I, I we didn't have her in the room for a lot of that stuff because that's not appropriate to have a child around. So like, when you see shots of me and her, I usually had pants on at least. Okay. okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I wasn't sitting there in my underwear because I'm like, I, it, it, they got, that goes back to my teaching days. of was like, I can't be in this kind of state of undress around a child. No. Yes. Wrong. Yes. I'm glad to <laughs> hear that. Uh, yeah. I was like, no, 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 no.
6: David, one of the, the most, uh, Unnerving features of art, I think, are his teeth. Yeah. And uh, that that stuff kind of really grosses me out. Like, I won't put fake teeth in my mouth, even for a <laughs> gag. Um, when you guys are on set
12: and there's a lunch break, do you eat with those things on? Oh, no. Thank God, no. No. Because oh. <laughs> that, that, those things are nasty. Those like I, I've been wearing the same teeth for all, all going on to all three films now. So I've been wearing those same teeth for eight years. And it's like, oh, boy. And, and I wear them at the conventions too, but they're molded. To, it's kind of like wearing retainers. After a while, my 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 teeth start to hurt a little. Yeah, bit, so. I would imagine. Do, do they help? Transi- I'm always relieved to take them out. Do they
6: do they help transition you into the role? The second you put them in, you start to feel like art.
12: Oh, definitely. They also make me just sound uh, sound like some you know dumb redneck too when I try to talk. That's why we don't to be our talk. Okay. You know what art? You know what
5: art talking? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll be like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, art, art, art becomes Larry the Cable Guy. Give me a smooch. I wanted to ask you because I thought this is wild, and I and I see it after reading an interview with you. You you reference uh, art is basically an evil. Mr. Bean, Uh, you know, and and that makes complete sense. Does that (laughs) sort of stick with you as you're as you're doing the role even to this day?
12: That's exactly how I looked at him the first time I played him. I, I said he's either like an evil Mr. Bean or the bastard child of Freddy Krueger and Harpo Mart. <laughs> okay. I like that, too. Yeah, um, and that's that's where he lives in my head. I'm like, that's that's how I bring him out. I'm like, okay, time to go into evil Mr. Bean mode, and I'm, I'm good to go. I don't yeah. know if this
6: is true or not about uh, your background, David, but uh, I know that uh, when Steve first started uh, checking out Terrifier, uh, a friend of ours told him, hey, well, the, the actor that plays him is not a traditional actor in the sense that he is. He's done mimeery before. Is that is that true? Did you do mime no. work? Or? I,
12: I, I don't know where that rumor starts. Okay. I've never done mime. I've never been like formally trained in all that. I've just I just learned from watching the great you know silent comedians and physical comedians through you know I, my parents gave me a great education that I was watching Charlie Chaplin and Marx mm. Brothers movies at a very early age. You <laughs> know. Just, I love that
5: genre. It's wild because you you were, you talked about you know doing children's theater. You you toured and the, and the Grinch was still Christmas, and you mm-hmm. you know you've <laughs> all of these productions that would be something that the family's going to on a, on a Saturday afternoon, and yeah. and and here you are. You've gone the absolute opposite way, but and, and still people are loving it. I have to ask you: Have any of your Elementary school students approached you, and uh, because you're not easily recognizable outside of your makeup or whatever, or, or have right. you been approached by anyone who is now celebrating the fact that they were taught by Art the Clown?
12: <laughs> I haven't been approached by any of the, the the kids I taught. I don't know if they even remember me from you know that was like 20 plus years ago. But I have had some of my uh, camp counselors from that same time period. Now they're grown up and have kids of their own, which is very weird to me, but. They've been like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, it's got to be wild. It's a drama club at camp. And so it's like, oh, my God, look at you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you behaved.
6: <laughs> uh, David, you know, because there's all kinds of people out there in the world. Have you ever been approached or contacted by any women who are turned on Duh. by Art the
12: Clown?
5: <laughs> yeah. I knew, I knew <laughs> it. I knew it. I knew it.
12: Yeah, it's weird. I don't understand it. It's like they're not attracted to me; they're attracted to art. I'm like, what? You want those teeth going <laughs> near you? Are you kidding me? Uh, those yeah. diseased, nasty chompers coming? Out? No, no. I'm like, be, you know, they say there's someone for everyone, I right? Guess,
5: so. Well, I guarantee you, that it's the same sort of person. The women who fall in love with convicted murderers, or, you know, in prison yeah. or whatever. You 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 kind of know the cut of art's jib, so to speak, and yeah. uh, you, you know what to expect. So that is kind. Kind of weird. Uh, is it true your your dad worked for uh, NASA?
12: Yes, it's very true. He worked on the solid rocket motor for the space shuttle, primarily. Wow! Wow! wow. He tried to explain his job to me, but he'll go into engineer speak, and you're just like, "Dad, just tell me you make rocket go boom." <laughs> that's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all. Uh, yeah, like my, he worked for NASA, and also my my, my mom's father um, was on the original von Braun team. Oh, wow! 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 Yeah, he was he was he was basically the the Army's guy you went to to make things go boom so like when they brought all the Germans over with operation paperclip he they yeah. got my grandfather to work directly with von Braun to create the original rockets and stuff like that that went up into space but he he never went over to NASA though he he felt that he needed to stay with the, the army and he always regretted that mm. was, you know, was very, he was a very loyal man That's
6: is he uh, is he still alive or has he passed?
12: No, he passed away back in the 90s, but oh. it, was, it was cool. Like I grew up around all of those, the German scientists. Yeah. There's a area of uh, Huntsville called Montecino Mountain, and that's where all the Germans lived on top of the mountain. My grandfather lived up there with them, so yeah, I was around all those the brilliant minds, and I had no idea. You know, to me, they were just the old Germans that brought me like chocolate and (laughs) spoiled me rotten as a kid. I, you know, Mm -hmm. the guy that lived that, uh, the guy that lived down the street created the first computer and I'm like, this is amazing. I wish I had been older by the time my grandparents passed away so I could have actually talked to these people and learned their stories because, you know, I, I did know one of them though. He's my best friend's um Grandfather-in-law, Oscar Holderer, he passed away. He was the last one to pass away, but he he was he had like nineteen patents. He created the wind tunnel. He developed those um the rockets where he put the water in, he pump it up, and he, it was like the boy. Huh, yeah,
5: yeah sure. I had about a yeah, hundred of, of those.
12: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Oscar was amazing. He was hysterical. He's like the first. I, I got to tell you this story. The first time I ever met the man, he comes up to me at, at a party. He goes, "David, I have to tell you something very serious." And I'm like, "Yes." It's like. They took my balls. <laughs> you can't uh, say well, that He drop the bomb on the air, <laughs> but wiping his ass off and his wife comes over like, No, 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 no. He had prostate cancer. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I like the way you think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's
5: funny. What a what a weird way to to grow up, but I mean that that I mean yeah. to be yeah, you'd almost want to get those years back so you could appreciate what you were.
12: Oh, I
6: know.
5: Hey, what would grandpa have thought of uh, Art the Clown?
12: Oh I think he would have been he would he would Found some kind of sadistic joy in him, I think. You know, but like this is this character is crazy.
5: Yeah, I think that in a way that 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 this allows it is anything like this, and I, I find hard to be very cathartic. You know, uh, and, and and people have explained it many different ways. Uh, what I think is very cool too is you are known to be incredibly fan friendly. So you're going to be at the Monster Mania Con this weekend. I'm going to be there yeah. on on Saturday for a couple hours. And are you going to? I know that you will uh, you will appear in makeup uh, uh, for these events occasionally will you be doing that as well
12: i, I will be there and um also Damien's going to be there. And I know Mike Gianelli, who was the original Art the Clown, is going to be there. This is one of his rare, you know, uh, appearances at a convention. So excellent! You get two arts at the same convention. Absolutely,
5: wow. and you, you got to love the the love from the fan horror fans and 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 Dave who puts on Monster Mania, uh, Con. These these events are so well run, and they're they're so. Uh, I mean, they're just the state of the art, and you you sense that the people who are part of them, the celebrities and the reunions, that they're all enjoying this um, life this group of like-minded people who really love this art form because horror is an art um, and uh, in a way, so you do you, you, you must enjoy the experience.
12: Oh, I love them. Yeah. I, was like, I, I was a fan boy myself before I started doing conventions. I would go to conventions, so oh. I always wanted to be on the other side of the table. So I love doing these things. It's it's just so much fun for me i get to travel meet cool people and you know get paid for it yeah <laughs> it's well amazing.
5: Wait, wait, do we have a release date on on uh terrifier 3
12: i believe it's supposed to release next year uh, i think october 25th that's the goal so we we're starting to film in january so okay. we're very very excited right now it's, we've got a you know a bigger budget this time around too so we're able to hire a, a team to come in and help us so that's going to make things, I think, a little bit smoother, especially for Damien, because we got a makeup team coming in, so he doesn't have to fuss with my makeup anymore. No, by the
5: but. way, all practical effects, which is pretty, yeah, uh, pretty yeah. amazing. Old, old school, and I, yeah. I love the way they look. And, and this teaser trailer is very controversial for people who have no idea what goes on mm-hmm. in the terrifier realm. Uh, but I, I, again, when I saw it, I laughed my ass off. I just thought it was great. So, um, you know, kudos to you for this, man. You, you, you deserve you. this because I, I, I can only imagine it is a lot of work to pull this off uh you know you uh, damien uh laura the the, the everybody involved it, it really uh, it's a lot of fun
12: it, we we have fun and i, I think that's why it, it does so well As you can tell we're all having fun making this and it and we're all fans ourselves and i think that translates well too it's like when you have the fans and control of the genre that's when you get the better products mm, absolutely
6: monster mania con this weekend uh what what are you going to be there both days david Yes, I'm going to be there all three days. Excellent. Three days. Okay. So, yeah, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Excellent, man. Well, listen, nice talking to you. Congratulations on being top of the horror heap. And uh, we will uh, we'll hopefully encounter you in person sometime.
12: Yes, yes. Great talking to you, too. And I hope to see you there this weekend.
6: Excellent. You'll see Steve there for sure. David Howard Thornton, guys. Hey! Art the clown on the President's show. And, uh, yeah, we just watched the trailer for the next movie, and it's uh, it's messed up. Uh-huh. Royally messed up. Uh, tickets for Monstermania, you can go to monstermania.net, by the way, and get those tickets. All right, um, we now can reveal the food truck lineup for Food yes! truck fireworks for the Preston and Steve Campout for Hunger Monday night party, presented by Five Below, by the way. Uh, and we got some good stuff. In fact, um, uh, just glancing at the list, uh, I already have a rumble in my stomach because I am hungry. Uh, so let me roll through these uh, food trucks. So we have
5: uh, Philly Hots. It says, and I'll read the little description. Yeah, please, here. because a lot of times this is your, your way to sample some stuff you've never had before. And You know, uh, my world has been rocked many times.
6: Philly Hots is the hottest food in Philly, serving local favorites like roast pork, roast beef, and chicken cutlets served with created sauces and toppings.
5: Sauces. I like sauces and toppings.
6: Sauces, they're like skewers. Uh, then you have uh, Baba Louie B- BBQ and it's tender, juicy and delicious smoked meats. Mm. Right to it, yeah. Then uh, have a ball, which is a mobile food truck that serves meatball-inspired foods. Uh, Who doesn't love meatballs? Maybe they'll have raisins. Oh! Your mom should come, next. Yeah, Nick. she should. You know no. what? Um, I,
9: my, my parents have both been in the past. Uh, my mom used to bring her students, which was really cool. But I'll invite both of them down. All right. Have some meatballs. Yes.
6: Uh, then there's Korea Tacaria, which is food inspired by the childhood memories of Korean and Mexican flavors together. It's, uh, it's excellent. What? I love it. Uh, multi to Ravioli. Hey! ravioli. Hey, that's a good ravioli. Yeah? Hey, don't invite uh, Jared Fried. No, he <laughs> a friggin' hate <laughs> ravioli. He hates ravioli. Uh, a mobile food company started by two best friends serving small batch ravioli and sauces. Uh, then you have Grilly cheese. Uh, Go to food truck event catered for caterer for grilled cheese. I love grilled cheese. Me do? too. In yeah. fact, I think that's what yeah I had a grilled cheese last time. I love the uh, the takes that are that are done on on different grilled cheeses. So that'll be fun. Uh, then you have the Tot Rod, a father and son food cart and a dream uh, serving gourmet tater tots to Philadelphia, the Lehigh Valley, New Jersey.
5: Uh, uh, yeah. Are you a tater tot fan? Hell I love yeah.
6: Yeah. Tater, yeah. tater
5: tots. <laughs> As a kid, it was like, we're having tater tots. Oh, my
6: God. But now you can get, like, loaded tots. Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. we're talking solid. That's
7: one thing from my childhood that I still think tastes good.
6: Okay. Tater tots? Yeah, Yeah, like, you're not so big on, like, chicken nuggets and things like that. But tater tots are still.
7: It's still good.
5: To this day. Rock me a tot and I'm good to go.
6: Uh, Philly Pretzel Factory. Hey! <laughs> Go-to snack that everyone loves. <laughs> I love the Philly Pretzel Factory. Everyone loves. Uh, then we have a place, uh, a truck called Backcountry Bites, bringing American classic grill menus to your event, they oh, say. I'm intrigued. Our good friend, uh, Steve Wilson, Wilson's Secret Sauce and Company, will be there. Need we say more? No, you know. Uh, then we have Pizzeria La Familia.
7: Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Well, what did you expect? <laughs> uh, mobile
6: wood-fired pizza truck. Ooh. Serving homemade uh, Nepo- uh, Napoleon ne- ne- pizza. Neapolitan. Neapol- 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 Why am Authentic I saying Neapolitan?
5: French pizza.
6: Neapol- <laughs> Neapolitan uh, pizza at parties, events, weddings, graduations, and much more. And then we have to have dessert. Richmond's ice cream, Philadelphia water ice truck. Hey! hey! hey!
8: Now, we have to put in a special, specific request. Yes, the
6: soft-serve pistachio ice cream <laughs> yes. from Richmond's, which was one of the greatest treats of my life. Driving back from the shore, just I needed ice cream, and we saw a sign for Richmond's. I had never been there. We went there, and they had soft-serve pistachio. Pistachio
5: is my favorite ice cream, and I never had... Soft serve session in my life, and it was phenomenal. May I tell you something? Phenomenal. When you recounted that on the air, there was more joy and sincere pleasure than the birth of your children. I know. Yeah. 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 yeah, I know. And I went and I mean, there, You
8: love them dearly. I do. Yeah. I think I went there either a week or two after, just based on on your rave reviews alone. I did it. Yeah. yeah. I went so to the something. one, and, where and you, you know what? You're going to do it again. Is it Mr. Bill? Was there a giant statue? I don't of the know guy? what. The, yeah, okay. the guy was yeah. out there, but I don't know
6: what they call him. And Mr. Bill was from Saturday Night Live, yeah, that yeah, guy, yeah. but it's it's a different guy. It's Mr. Richmond, I guess. I don't really know. So those are the food trucks. Philly Hots, nice. uh, Bubba Louie BBQ, Have a Ball, Korea Teccoria, Molto Bene Ravioli Company, Grilly Cheese, The Tot Rod, Philly Pretzel Factory, Backcountry Bites, Wilson Secret Sauce, Pizzeria La Familia, and Richmond's Ice Cream Philadelphia Water Ice Truck. And what else? All there for your dining pleasures. What else is happening that night? Oh, there will be fireworks and a drone show uh-huh. from Celebration Fireworks. And I'm what else? The drone show will start at 7:30 and the FM band. And
5: who's joining them? I will be playing hey! with the FM band.
8: And what do you what do you have to do to just be a part of it? Bring, bring some
6: down food. food. Yeah. Donate food. That's
8: Make it. Make donation. That's it. That's
6: all we ask. Bring a can of beans. Yeah. So it's friggin' can of beans. It, uh, the 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 state the show starts at seven thirty with the um the drones. But I mean, as soon as you you can show up, I, are, do we know what time the food trucks are gonna be start serving? Five time. o'clock. Yeah. Dinner
8: so, time. I mean, Come listen, on. We're gonna have a whole bunch of other things going on there as well. I mean, Skelly Muse is gonna be there with the rides. Uh, well, the Five Below t- is hosting a. We're gonna have the midway games there.
5: The, it's the campout. So mm-hmm. the tent on the. Bro- Broadcast site is there. All those amusements are going on. Uh, we're we're going to be walking the the whole area. We want to meet you. We want to see you. We want you to make a donation. That's all we ask. We, and honestly, the whole camp out is set up to be this sort of rolling carnival and circus mm. to say thank you for your generosity. Yeah. And on a Monday, this. Monday. <laughs> um, <Preston. laughs> I've never heard your voice get that high. We, I love that it's on a Monday because I think some people would hold it in their calendar and, and wait till the end of the week and miss some of the things along the way and we are action-packed for Camp Out After Dark.
6: Yes. You know, I'm going to check the weather forecast. right Oh, now
5: it I, got much better. Did it? It was good to begin with and now it's gotten better. So
6: I'm looking... Uh,
5: I hate... man you
8: know, my, Monday you the go, 13th. Press.
6: My weather app freezes up uh, and, it, and I hate it. Uh, Monday the 13th, uh, a high of 49 degrees, uh, partly cloudy, pretty much zero chance of rain. Yep. So that's phenomenal. I like it that. Yeah, no, no real chance of of any showers uh, during the week, and it warms up through the course of the week. Yeah. Monday's forty nine, Tuesday fifty three, Wednesday fifty seven, Thursday sixty one, Friday sixty three, and a but, gradual
5: rise in temps. The rain is is very uh, uh, is very, very low chance, yeah. So so uh, you wear uh, you know get a little bundled up, but I mean uh, for for Monday yeah. night, but it'll be awesome. Cold is fine. And the rain is oh, what kills us. The you rain know? is so, what like, kills if us. If we can stay dry all week, we'll be happy. To be honest, Nick, I will say that a little bit of the chill adds a like little it. bit of impact, yes. Oh. Uh, especially yeah,
6: and winds out of the northwest at six miles per mm. hour, ah. and those are the best winds. They, they smell. So good. Those northwest winds, a gentle breeze, like those wildwood days. Yeah, Yeah. I love those wildwood days. Uh,
5: Oh, whoa, whoa,
6: whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. The the information will be posted soon, I would imagine. But uh, Marissa said there's still one little hoop to jump through. uh, No one has agreed to do it. The health department. No, no, it's not. Okay. Speaking of
8: hoops, uh, we are bringing the uh, Papa shot. uh, No, we're not. But hang on. There is a... We're not allowed to say Papa Shot anymore right. because it is a trademarked name. We win- have to call this. it the Super Bowl. So it's going to be called. <laughs> uh, what yeah. is it going to be called? Mini
7: Hoops Madness. Mini Hoops
8: Madness.
5: That's oh, how, what it's called.
7: How many times are we not going to say that know, and go no. back to that where we're not i I'll write it saying. down. Mm-hmm. Mini and Hoops Madness.
5: It has a different complexion. Yeah,
8: stuff. it, it different, does. Different twist. It's going to be on Tuesday morning, uh, and let's just keep the rest a surprise. Yeah, you yeah. don't need to uh, know. Well,
6: I, I will Shut say up. this. Different competitors, yeah.
8: different, a different set of
6: competitors this time around, so we're changing it up a bit to uh, give it a, a breath of fresh air, if you will. So, Mini Hoops Madness, that's on Tuesday morning. Then, we, you know, we've got special things uh, coming up as far as uh, guests and performances. Smoking funny, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dr- funny,
5: funny things. Yeah. Drinking funny things.
6: <laughs> what was Wait, what it? And
8: folk and smoney things. Folk, folk and Smunny things. Money things. <laughs> that's right.
6: Yes. All right. Uh, mm. I... We're going to take a break. Okay. I think that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, I have some more Bizarre File stories coming up when we return. And don't forget, secret text word. We're going to give it away shortly. Tickets to neighbor Gatsy, Uh Thursday, March 7th at the Wells Fargo Center. So text word SECRET to 39333 if you're interested in winning. We'll be
4: back in a moment. 93.3 WMMR rocks.
8: Green Day. Don't want to be an American. Friday,
4: August 9th, outdoors at Citizens Bank Park. The Savior's are celebrating their classic albums, Dookie and American Idiot. Also starring Smashing Pumpkins, Plus Rancid, and the Linda Lindas. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Listen to Pierre all this week for your chance at free tickets. And all weekend, we're painting the town green with blocks of Green Day. And another chance at free tickets at WMMR.com. From the station that still loves to get in the pit, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks.
6: Uh, text here, uh, Marissa had said uh, the food trucks sound great, but something to wash it down would be nice. If I am not mistaken, <coughs> our friends at Xfinity Live are going to have uh, your beverages there oh. as
5: well. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, yeah, that, that does very well that evening. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think they were selling like Tall Boys. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's all sorts of Those stuff. Founders, man. And uh, then you then it's then you get the drone and fireworks show. Yep. It's like it's the next best thing to peyote. And uh Victory
6: Beer Hall is right there, so you can go inside and grab a drink there if you want to. And uh yeah, we got to cover, man. Everything is taken care of. So uh let's do the bizarre file. Now.
1: Bizarre WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's
2: Bizarre, bizarre. 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 file.
6: Bizarre. Bizarre. Right to you by RDSC Philly J-Dog. J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. You got junk, you want it gone. Then you want J-Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. Veteran and military, family-owned and operated. Visit J-Dog Junk Removal R-D-S-C dot com. J-Dog Junk Removal R-D-S-C dot com. Uh, An unidentified hiker in Australia was extremely lucky after being bitten by what he thought was a harmless diamond python, which he had captured and took home to show his kids. Unfortunately, it was a case of mistaken identity What was it? as the reptile turned out to be a poisonous broad-headed snake, which looks very similar to a diamond python. Uh, the incident occurred last Wednesday in the New South Wales area of Australia. I know, I
8: know diamond python. I get that all the time.
6: Uh, the man... Was- <laughs> The man was hiking with friends when he spotted the reptile and captured it. When he was bitten, he didn't think anything of it. I would think something of it. Until he returned home and became violently ill. He ended up in the hospital after violently vomiting for three hours and experiencing a large swollen hand. Did he have violent bowel movements? Uh, I don't know about Uh that. Ray McGibbon wrote on his Snake Catcher Facebook page uh, that a nurse had phoned him to get an identification of the reptile to determine the proper treatment. He said they did find traces of venom in the hiker's system. After six hours, he was sent home to recover. During that time, I collected the snake from his residence, got the location where they found the snake, and returned it back to its habitat Saturday morning. Uh, the hiker was extremely lucky to make it out after being bitten. He said it could have been a lot worse than it was. Uh, McGibbon wrote that all broad-headed snakes have the potential to cause death from a bite. Uh, That its venom is neurotoxic with powerful uh, pro-coagulants and is
5: uh, weakly hemolytic as well, whatever that means. That was pro I saw uh, there was a a naturalist or somebody who was very revered and, and you'd think would have a very even head about all this stuff and this guy who looked like he was 70 years old and had done t- t- tons of research basically saying Australia's a hellhole <laughs> <laughs> to basically saying you know there's so much there that can kill you Right? Yeah, it's true. A concertgoer who accidentally caused
6: the evacuation of a major concert venue in Scotland's capital city has expressed his sincere apologies at the terrible error. Edinburgh's Usher Hall was evacuated towards the end of a performance by the Royal Scottish National Orchestra. And fire crews called to the scene to ensure the building was safe. So once the concert hall was given the green light, the orchestra returned and finished the show, completing the final movement of Dvorak's Symphony No. Six. In what would be any music lover's worst nightmare, it was revealed that the fire alarm was triggered by the audience member. As merely he was struggling to open the doors. Oh, no. He asked not to be named. He said he apologized for ruining Friends everything. and
5: gentlemen, I apologize for causing the ruckus. I ripped a real stinker, and oh. I was trying to get out to the lobby to save his own.
6: He told the paper that he, he tried to leave the venue slightly early because he had to go to, uh, he had to catch a particular train, and in the course trying to sneak off. I got off. a
5: turtle head, pocket.
6: Uh Quietly, he hit the wrong button. He said, I couldn't open the doors. Could you imagine? I wonder if there was a button on the wall to open or unlock the doors. I noticed a small red button behind a sliding plastic opening with arrows on either side pointing away from it. And I was in a bit of a hurry. I pressed the
5: button and was horrified to realize it was the fire alarm. (laughs) I did. I I hit a door one time that had the fire alarm attached to it. I was was working at uh, the bookstore, you know. But uh, leaving them all. It it wasn't really spelled out, but I I was a dumbass. I hit it Mm -hmm. and set the alarm off. Yeah. Uh, Does that happen in this building? Because there are a few exits that are Marked that way. Yeah, if you go down the stairwells, but uh, and so I'm afraid to do it, Steve. Because I don't I, know. Know, I don't want the alarm to go off. I, I, well, this dumbass did it, and <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the, it's embarrassing to say the least.
6: Uh, the it was a very loud alarm. It was ringing, and a recorded voice was telling everyone to evacuate the building because a fire had. Made. Get the hell out! Uh, he said he is now too shamefaced to ever return. I'm too shy, shy, uh, shy. <laughs> how do I. <laughs> Uh, the edinburgh venue and he's also plans to make a, a donation to the orchestra by way of reparations
5: yeah a pickalo <laughs>
6: Uh, the battle of elk versus car. And in this particular video, you can chalk one up for the elk. So a tourist at Yellowstone National Park found out the hard way that provoking an elk isn't exactly the smartest idea. Those things are often huge. Even when protected by a couple of thousand pounds of metal. This is a great video, by the way. So the largest species of deer is blocking the road. The driver approached slowly to try and make the animal move. And he's uh, he's in the video, he's going, do you want to fight? Yeah. He's saying that to the the elk. He's saying, you want to fight? I want to fight you. I want to fight you. Uh Yeah, so. I want to fight you. Uh, The elk slowly starts stepping back, but the driver pulled up close for an an uncomfortable stare down. The elk stood its ground, and uh, believing that he had won the war, the driver asked in a mocking tone, oh, you want to go, bud? Uh Uh-huh. So the elk steps back, lowers its head, and it just slams its antlers into the tire and pops the tire i love that you're going to have a hell of a story on that one it was hilarious uh you can actually hear it in the video you just use a <laughs> i love that <laughs> and the the guy behind the wheel just goes Well, there you go. (laughs) That's Uh, awesome. The uh, situation could have been much worse for the tourists who were lucky that a flat tire was all that happened in the particular outcome. So it will occur. Oh, Uh, that's
5: right. We're in running season. Yeah. Yeah. And
6: then in uh, Lansing, Michigan, a lingerie store was left damaged and closed for a day after a deer crashed through the front door and caused chaos. According to the owner of Curvaceous Lingerie, looking
8: for something to spice up my relationship.
6: On Saturday, around noon, a deer charged into the store from across the street breaking through the glass door. What then, the hell are you doing? And then began to skid and slide around the store breaking mirrors and wrecking mannequins. Uh, I almost, uh, I had a deer, uh, I came over a hill this morning and uh, there was a buck standing in the middle of the yeah. road and he did that thing where his, his legs started slipping around on, uh, the, on the pavement because yeah. uh, he was trying to get away quickly and uh, I mean it's a good thing that I didn't slam into him, but it was kind of funny for a second to watch.
5: There's a stretch on on Lincoln when, when I'm coming in. The, yeah, so I bury three stooges yep. where um, I, I've been seeing them virtually every morning now and so I, I slow down to a crawl. Yep, they're up. I see them
6: every day. Uh, people in the store uh, opened the door, and the deer eventually ran outside. A customer did call 911. Meanwhile, no Does this one was
8: make me look cheap?
6: hurt, and the <laughs> store was end up, had ended up closing for the day. And that is the last story I have for you in the bizarre file for today. All right. Um, as we take a break, we've been telling you to text in the word secret all morning long, and now we need to get a winner. So Kathy's going to tell you what caller you have to be.
7: Nine.
6: All right. The ninth caller. Nine times. Yeah.
7: Nine times. <laughs>
6: You need to know the secret text word, so call now, 215-263-WMMR. We'll grab a random texter and uh, give that winner their prize when we return as well. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment.
11: For a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that.
4: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding
0: football's back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme
6: Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit WindowNation.com to get started.
4: Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It is about eighteen
6: minutes after ten o'clock on this Wednesday morning. We asked for you. To, I didn't ask. Kathy asked you to call in, or at least to be caller number nine uh, to see if you could get our secret. No, te- no, 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 no. Oh yeah, I hit the wrong button. Sorry. That's all right. I'll fix it. Let's see if you could win our secret text word prize. And we were looking for caller number nine. So that is Alan. 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 Good morning, Alan. Good morning, President Steve Show. Uh, Alan!
8: Nope. Alan! <laughs> Alan! Alan! All
6: right, Alan, Al, Alan uh, what is our secret text word, brother? Secret text word is Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is oh,
2: correct, oh, oh, yes!
6: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well done, sir. Yeah. Uh, hang on the line, buddy. We're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Nate The uh, Be Funny Tour, Thursday, uh, March 7th at Wells Fargo Center. Is this because Steve said this earlier? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. I didn't know if it tied into Nate Oh No, no okay. not even okay. a little bit. Um, so we're also going to get a winner in uh, Margie. Margie. It's Margie. Yeah. Margie. Margie Majorana. Uh, who is from Town, Pennsylvania. And Margie just got some tickets to go see Nate Bergatzi.
8: And Margie is a regular at the Camp Out for Hunger.
5: Oh, well,
6: that's okay. awesome. So, so we'll Meierstown. see you there, Margie. All right. Uh, today's lesson question. Uh, uh, Nick, oh, you did. Uh, you, oh, there they are. You, oh, you little you oh, did, hard. didn't yeah. you? Uh, he said him over here. You dickens. I, completely forgot to look at them ahead of time. All right, That makes so it fun. Uh, now you let, can be surprised. Let's go with this. Kathy loves the show Yellowstone so much she should star in a spinoff called what? (laughs) Boy, that was from early this morning. It was like 6.30 this morning. Yeah. Uh, So we're looking for early morning listeners who know the answer to that. Kathy loves the show Yellowstone so much. She should be in a spinoff called What? 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, please call right now. The
1: trash business is a gold
6: mine.
1: 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
6: This morning it is brought to you by Monster Mania 57 this weekend in Oaks, Pennsylvania, with Alice Cooper's. The Scream Reunion, uh, stars of Five Nights at Freddy's, Steve Morrison. Mm-hmm.
5: And more tickets are on sale now, Monstermania.net. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, State Assembly member Wendy Carrillo arrested for DUI earlier this week in LA after she claimed she caused a multi-car collision while sneezing. Carillo says she was caught off guard by the sneeze, which caused her to spill her margarita. Uh-huh. No. Oh my god. Over over 80 objects connected to the Kennedy assassination are up for sale by RR Auctions. The collection includes a piece of fence from the grassy knoll and a photo of a CIA agent slapping a shoot me sign on Kennedy's back. <laughs> And finally, Brendan Fraser, who won an Oscar for The Whale, drawing some criticism for his performance in the new movie Killers of the Flower Moon. Some critics are saying Fraser did not play his role fat enough.
2: Uh (laughs) (laughs) All
8: right, we're
5: looking for the answer to this question.
6: Uh, Kathy loves Yellowstone so much she should start in a spinoff called What? And we will check in with Tracy to see if we can get an answer. Hi, Tracy. Hello. All right, Tracy, Kathy loves Yellowstone so much she should start in a spinoff called What? Redstone? Redstone. One of her favorite restaurants. Tracy, hang on the line. You just got yourself a pair of tickets for... Tinseltown Holiday holiday Spectacular. It's coming to South Philly FDR Park uh, this winter. And visitors of all ages will feel the magic of the holiday season as they stroll through a spectacle of lights, dine on festive treats and beverages, and you can eat Santa Claus and so much more. Tickets are now available on TinseltownHoliday.com. Use the code WMMR20 and you can get
1: 20% off. now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 95. Anymore.
6: Brought to you by Deets and Watson. Whether you are craving smoky, spicy, or sweet, Deets and Watson has what you need to create the perfect sandwich. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing. Premium meats and artisan cheeses mm. since 1939. Uh, after 10 years away from Bon Jovi, Richie Sambora says it's time to return. As he spoke to People.com... Richie! About the band's 40th, really misses him. 40th anniversary. He said uh, it could definitely happen.
5: I don't think there's any reason not to at this point. So is he just talking in a vacuum? Or is anyone intimated that this might be the case from the Bon Jovi camp? I'm guessing he probably is talking in a vacuum. But he goes on to say there's a documentary that's, la being, la, that's being done <laughs> about
6: the band and stuff that I participated in. And people... La 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 lol. And people want to come see us play, uh, and it's going to make everybody happy. I mean, essentially, that's why you do it at this point.
5: I tell you what, I mean, not that Bon Jovi couldn't, you know, sell tickets, and they do it quite nicely. Yeah. It would be a cool thing to have that. There'd be a lot of people that would want yeah. to see Richie back
6: yeah. playing with the band again. But he confirmed that they've been talking about it. He, oh. would, he wouldn't commit to a date, but he did say when it does happen, it's got to be right. Well, they don't have to have a full-blown date. They can just go out for coffee. Uh, he played with, uh, the last time he played with Jovi, Bon Jovi was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction in 2018. <laughs> Uh, if you attended the Metallica concert in St. Louis over the weekend, you were part of history. The band set an attendance record at the Dome at America Center with an audience of one hundred thousand oh, people. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah, I don't even. Where I, is it? It says the Dome at America Center. Now, I've been, is that where the Rams used to play? Maybe, but how could you fit a hundred thousand people? Well,
8: you got the floor. Um, but
6: when the link is is has a concert, yeah. and and even the floor. Hmm. Is filled. I don't think it's anywhere near a hundred thousand. Well, what is the link max? Is Maybe it 80? eighty at the most. I'm not really sure. But where do so anyway, the deer and the antelope play? Uh, mainly on the range. Yeah, yeah and when they're home. Uh, yeah, is that the one? Is that where yeah. the Rams used to play? All yeah, right, it used to be called. Um TWA, Edward, uh, no? yeah, you
9: what? Yeah, it was the TWA dome, and then Edward Jones Dome uh, when the Rams were there. Um, the hell else goes on there? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Convention centers, case like they'll have weddings, uh,
8: weddings. <laughs> you those, and those are the three oh. <laughs> right, Metallica so, concerts, weddings, conventions. Bill Weston <laughs> is checking in right now. He says he's counting at the Friday and Sunday shows. Oh, uh,
6: okay. Oh. There you
8: go. All right. It says.
6: Uh, Pantera Mammoth, uh, WVH opened the concert on Friday, which was the first of two nights in St. Louis. So they they posted a thank you to fans and wrote that... The sold-out show. Oh, were there no repeat weekend? Maybe gig. I'm wrong. Oh, mm. gigs. Maybe I'm right. Was the most <laughs> tickets sold for any event since the venue opened in
5: 1995. Uh, this aerial shot of the pyro. Oh yeah, is yeah. insane. Yeah, it's pretty cool. If you're going to the show, if they do it again, bring a long stick and some wieners. Yeah, <laughs> make a little delightful yeah. treat. Mm. One last story. Def Leppard guitarist Vivian Campbell
6: updated fans on his health and talked about his Hodgkin's lymphoma, which he's been battling for 10 years. He said it's like whack-a-mole. You beat something back and then it pops up somewhere else. But it's been pretty consistent battle, uh, but it hasn't been too difficult for me. About eight years ago, he started doing immunotherapy and uh, taking a drug called uh, Pembrolizumab as part of a clinical trial and says that it worked well for him. And about once a month until just last year he would get infusions. And about that he said, honestly, that the hardest part was scheduling
5: it with all my travel. You know what the drug is? It's essentially Sky Rizzy with pesto.
6: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, people have been just thinking of pesto as a delightful sauce. They don't realize it is uh-huh. basically a miracle drug. No. Just, I think it's the pine nuts in there. So at the end There's of the pine nuts in there? There are. Oh. At the end of July, he started six Cycles. Is a pine nut a, a nut? It's a nut. It's yeah. A nut? Okay. Yeah. You can bust a pine nut. Mm-hmm. At the end of July, he started six cycles of a combination therapy of chemo a chemo drug called uh, Brentuximab and an immunotherapy drug called uh, Niv- uh, Nivolumab. And, another, and other than losing his hair, he said, so far, so good.
5: Uh, very brave of him, uh, yeah. and uh, the, the whole attitude is, is great, so I'm, I'm glad to hear he's doing well. He gave
6: the medical update during a podcast called Lymphoma Voices. It's a series to help uh, people and their family and friends that uh, live with cancer, by the way. Good for him. Yeah. By the way, pesto, I think, is uh, uh, basil, pine nuts, and um, parmesan and oil. okay.
5: And a little salt and pepper. So Thanks. let me ask you this, and I know that uh, you know I have to ask now. It's, it's incumbent upon me to ask. Given your druthers between a tomato sauce and a pesto sauce, mm. what would you defer to? Because I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say pesto sauce. Uh, you can't
7: do too much of pesto sauce though. Yeah, it's, it's like, actually in small amounts,
6: and, and it's very high calorically. Very very pesto high. is. Yeah, pesto. Okay, is. but what I, about presto? Well, you know, Presto, Presbo, so, yeah. Presbo, uh, totally, got own sauce. totally <laughs> pesto. Yeah, I'll make some for pre- you. Presbo does <laughs> sound like a nice Presbo <laughs> sauce. It's it's a jarred sauce. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be mm-hmm. next to ragu and I and, can't and, fill up a and, jar. Prago. <laughs>
5: <laughs> sauce. We have a picture for Totally Pesto yeah. The connoisseur, it's great mm. But Pesto Pasta, which is a picture above it That is some wonderful stuff That's kind I, of your go-to, really I, mm. I prefer more of a of a, a red sauce By the way, I'm saying that right now And I could have a completely opposite opinion in 10 minutes Depends on your yeah, mood yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I prefer
8: a spicier sauce, like a fra diablo Fra Diablo, what was it? Fra Diablo. I'm not even familiar with it. Yeah, uh, F-R-A and D-I-A-V-L-O. Diablo. I think
9: mean, it means from the devil, right? That's, mm. Like, that's where the spice comes from? Uh, Casey, you put that little clam sauce in there for Fra Diablo. Do you like enough seafood? Uh, what, what if, I was gonna,
8: if I was going to do a Fra Diablo, I would prefer uh-huh. for it to either be crab or shrimp. Yeah, yeah. So it's very hot.
5: Ooh. It's
13: got a little spice to a little it. It's got a little kick. kick.
5: Yeah. kick. Diablo sauce
8: yeah.
5: is a spicy Italian-American tomato sauce. So for pasta or seafood, it made it with a crush of pepper mm. and garlic and a little bit of herbs of parsley. Fresh like, pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh, fishy. But <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let me tell you something. Brother, when <laughs> you take a dump, it's going to be like a, the invasion of Italy. Oh, Brother Devil.
6: Yes. That's ah. what it means. Okay.
5: What's that, uh, Casey, what's that
9: BYO Italian joint? They have a few of them around. Fellini. That's it. Mm-hmm. They have a really good Fra Diablo. Yeah.
8: Uh-huh. Oh, the okay. only problem is I always get the 44, uh, which is a linguine <laughs> with crab. Cla- uh, I know, I know exactly number. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, because it's the only thing I get.
6: I Listen, you know why I probably never had it? I I do tend to shy away from things on the menu if they
5: say spicy because I sometimes well. you get it. It's yeah. too
6: spicy. I'm like, I'm not going to eat this. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. If something
5: says it's, and I freely admit to being a, a pussy about you know the, the the overly spicy stuff, but
8: sometimes if it adds a little. It- for me, if it adds a bit of character, yes, yeah. then I'm fine with that. I am the same. Um, I heard about this other dish that a place near me has, uh, and it was on special, but my brother was saying that he's going to call the owner. No, no, no. It's, it's, a, not dad a, it's not on, a dad joke. Come on, I can joke. feel it. It's not. It's not. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, it's chicken parmesan egg roll, and I was oh. like, that doesn't sound uh, I, I, I've never heard of that before, and he said, it is so good that it needs to be on the menu all the time.
6: Really? Yeah. Have you guys ever heard of any? Sounds like a riff on the cheesesteak egg roll, yeah. you know, which I'm way over. Uh, uh, Mike, but they are the, they this. are
5: the main culinary item you'll find at strip clubs. Um, cheesesteak egg rolls, <laughs> right. that and uh, I can see a chicken parm egg roll, sure. Yeah, we yeah. used to get when we had with those gigs at Risque in uh, Bristol. Yeah, that was the cheesesteak egg rolls. How about pudding egg rolls? Would those be good? They're very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I understand <laughs> sort of pudding egg rolls. One of them's
13: happening.
8: Oh <laughs> God. <laughs> I do love pudding. I,
13: I, I, yeah. I Jesus right. Right. okay. Who does? I do. Okay.
8: Right. What what flavor? Chocolate. Okay. However, tapioca is wonderful. I uh, mean, you know what. Butterscotch is wonderful. I food. think huh? vanilla pudding is the unsung hero of all puddings. <laughs> Butters, how about the combo, which would be the
5: parfait oh, or the ribbon, mm-hmm. the chocolate and the vanilla? Oh yeah, banana pudding is pudding. Banana Ooh.
9: pudding
7: pudding
5: the- is disgusting.
9: <laughs> <laughs> banana pudding with vanilla wafers. Wait a minute, yeah, did that- you hear?
6: Did you hear pudding guys?
9: Listen, she said it was disgusting. disgusting.
7: Listen again. She's been drinking No, I think uh-huh. it's the texture. It's like too thick. <laughs> it's like thicker than yogurt. But we are. We not are as Thick as ice
5: cream. A genius statement by Nick. No, yes. introduced <laughs> the, the wafers. Yeah, yeah. My mom used is, to make that. My mother made yeah. that. That was one of my favorite desserts. And she said, one day you'll work with the woman who hates this. <laughs> <laughs> my mom would make it in like one of those uh,
6: trefoil uh, yeah, yeah. things. Mm. Oh, those are so good. Yeah. Um, you could use lady fingers, too. Yeah, absolutely. Nervous. Living human lady. No, no, not human Like Like the Clown. They're like little, yeah. um, little cakes.
9: Steve, did you make the comment or was it you, Preston, about the pudding egg rolls? Was that you, Preston? Yes. <laughs> All right. So I was thinking... When you said that, it's kind of like a fried ice
6: cream. It's like a cannoli. Oh, it's like it's a sea kind of, of like a cannoli. I was that's what I was yeah. thinking yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but egg rolls, uh, their shell is, has a little less integrity than the cannoli shell, and it would be very messy. with oh, yeah. Your brain has the shell on it, Squirt all over, over the place. But you heat up a cannoli?
9: So that the outside is, is um, a little toasty, and then the inside would be like an ice cream. Well, you can't heat it up with the filling inside. I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, can you make a cannoli like a, a fried ice cream approach? Like keep on was, the outside. And I had just had thought
5: a, a cannoli was it is fried.
9: fried. Yeah. It's not served hot. No, the exterior of a fried ice cream is kind of cooked sure. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've you never have- had fried ice cream. Never. I like it. Oh it well, Chichi's yeah, yeah. was the best. Yes. Okay. A celebration of fun over there. At
5: Chi-Chi's. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever? We did have. We had. Remember? We we had a deep fried brownies and uh, deep fried Mars bars. Yeah. We. Did,
6: I think we did. We do that in the deep fryer? in the studio. Yeah. I remember that.
5: Those are good uh, for you. In the. They are insanely good, and the great thing is that it actually makes you thinner when you eat them. That's right. Wow.
6: Nah, I'm like, that's that's like getting me and Kathy in the hot fruit territory. I don't want the... Uh, yeah. I, I don't I want things that are supposed to be not be hot, hot. Right, right. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I got you. All right. right. Anyway. Deep fried um, ice cubes. This has been Music News.
2: All right. Um, <laughs>
6: we're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll come back in a second, and we will wrap up the show and get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. Stay with us.
11: Preston and Steve's 26th annual Camp Out for Hunger, supporting Phil Abundance starting Monday inside the Wells Fargo Center complex live from the Beanbow Bakeries USA broadcast tent. Hey gang
6: we'd love to see you so stop out with your donations and say hey there are daily individual donor prizes plus some cool camp out swag too and grab a free cup of morning coffee thanks to Duncan.
11: Donate with our volunteers equipped by Stoffer Glove and Safety and the General Building Contractors Association or make a cash donation on site at the Acme Markets tent or at the Red Register of your local Acme store. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly
4: first. Made possible by IMS Technology Services, a clear alternative water supply, Worth USA, Shapiro Fire Protection, Slingmax Rigging Solutions, and MJ Corp Screen Printing and Sign Shop.
6: Uh, so, let's see, it's 1043 on this uh, Wednesday morning. Um, 53 degrees, a little bit on the cooler side. Uh, and we go up and down. Tomorrow's 72. Um, Uh, So really, really nice, partly cloudy skies. And then uh, clouds on Friday, 53, mid-50s through the weekend. Uh, camp out for hunger now. Five days away and we're looking good weather-wise. No rain in the forecast as of now, which is wonderful. <sighs> so and good. And seasonable temperatures. Yes. And nothing crazy cold, nothing uh, outlandishly weird warm. Just a, uh, a rain slicker and a thong. It's, it's going to be nice. It's going to be yeah. very, very nice. I would like to thank David Howard Thornton yeah. for Art the Clown from the Terrifier films. And uh, he's at uh, the Monster Mania Con uh, this weekend. All weekend. Three days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. In Oaks with a bunch sure. of people. So much uh, <laughs> it's great to have a lot of parking. Alice <laughs> Cooper's going to be there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nev Campbell, Jamie Kennedy. There's like a whole bunch of people. Scream Union and so, all that yeah. stuff, yes. Uh, <laughs> so it's cool to have him on. He was a nice guy. Excellent. Uh, Pierre Robert, our resident nice guy, is here as well.
10: Hello, hello. You nice. know I was wondering as you were talking to him because you asked him if he was going to appear in makeup, which he is. So it occurred to me, he's then got a lug, I don't know where he lives, but let's assume Los Angeles. No, I think he's, he lives in New York, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Either Cause, cause
5: that, the, the, the Most of the crew behind the movie, I think, is from New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because they mentioned they filmed a scene in Philly, which was interesting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
10: Um, but so, if he's appearing in makeup, he's got to lug his own makeup <laughs> and and the costume and make himself up. So, I mean, that's a lot of white powder or whatever it is to put or white, you know, whatever it is you put on your face. Do
5: you hmm. know what though? For the for the fan base though, it means everything to get you know uh, to get him in that right. costume with that makeup and get a picture with him. With means the world, right? You know, it's right. like you bringing back your mummer's outfit from Burning Man. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
10: Which I did yesterday. <laughs> I saw that. I hugged that mother-effing thing <laughs> across the country. I, I, it was so heavy and so gargantuan. And then I, my elderly neighbor had this giant thing, case, and I go... It might fit in that, and it did, sure enough. and I shipped it out there, and I shipped it, or I, you know, lugged it back, and I wore it out, and I lugged it to the desert, which was no easy feat, and I wore it in the desert, and there's a picture forthcoming and a little video. Ah, and I wore it in Lake Tahoe. All right, Not just at Lake Tahoe. Might as well at
5: lake, lake Tahoe.
10: In in Lake Tahoe. Tahoe. In the lake. I may be the only non mummer mummer that's taken one of those <coughs> things into a gigantic body of water. It
6: wow. was
5: a mummer baptism. Yeah.
6: Yeah. All
10: right. So, more on that. I'm intrigued. I I know you are, and it's something to stay tuned for in the days ahead. Not today, not tomorrow, but someday soon. Very soon. Yeah. All
1: right, we'll see you. All
6: right, uh, let's do the letter, all right? Here we go.
1: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now,
6: the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter M as in mummer. All right, and we got two more to go, and we have $500 from the Bagster. Yeah,
5: Bagster. Yeah,
6: the Bagster is by far the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup you go buy it at any home improvement store you fill it and simply schedule your collection and it is gone clean it up with the bagster dumpster and a bag we'll give that away on friday what pray tell do you have in store for the gang today dude
10: could I just put my whole house in the
6: bagster yeah. and have them
10: carry right.
5: away? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> they could probably account. You get no, enough no, bags, no. I think okay. you're good yeah. to go. Is it, it that time? A- is, it, is it time to.
10: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's time to thin out a bit. <laughs> 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 take uh, a like- flamethrower to <laughs> Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> More on that another time. Not today, not tomorrow, but somewhere in the day. I'll take a the-
8: flamethrower to this place.
10: <laughs> 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 Workforce blocks of <laughs> Bruce Springsteen uh, and uh, Weezer and. And possibly a block uh, Monday was saxophone day, uh, and named after Adolf Sax, the guy who invented the uh, instrument, the saxophone, saxophone, yeah, the saxophone. Yeah. And so it occurred to me it'd be fun to do a block of sax songs. Certainly we have Bruce in there, so uh, you've got the big uh, big man. But there are other sax songs. So um, although Pancake is out today, so I might or might not do a block of. Sax are there
8: songs. any saxophones in sax and violins? Yeah. <laughs> by the Talking Heads. Yeah. I don't think so. Huh.
9: Well, you got uh, Dave Matthews, Band. I mean, Leroy right. Moore and uh, yeah. Jeff right. Coffin since and the, uh, yeah, there's uh, lots to choose from. Uh, you know,
5: it's a song that it's considered more oh. classic rock is Baker Street. That's exactly yeah. where I was yeah. going. Yeah. 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 Jerry Rafferty. Jerry Rafferty
10: is certainly a great one. Uh, Rolling Stones had uh, Bobby Keys, legendary yeah. sax player, uh, does this famous sax part on Brown Sugar. Yeah. And Can't You Hear Me Knocking? So, yeah. Alright, we'll do something all in right. sax land. Yeah,
5: then there's then Dan I'm, I'm, Old anxiety.
6: Mind. Yeah, there's, my there, mind is running all over the place. And with, uh, uh, Lawrence traffic. Welk had a huge <laughs> thing
10: when he covered uh, Stairway to Heaven. Uh, he and the Mary Champagne music makers. <laughs>
9: sure. There are a lot of power... Ballads from the 80s that have saxophone in
6: them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. It was... A, uh, oh, it was you a, remember you belong, uh, yeah. you belong to the City from Glenn Pride?
5: You belong to
6: the city. There's a big city. saxophone solo on that one. I think there's some, might be sax on some Eagles songs. I'm not sure. Uh, okay.
10: Yeah, I'm sure there will be. Mm. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll do some digging. And that's maybe today. That's possibly maybe and maybe will be. All right. Ah.
6: Help Pierre out. Text him in. Sax songs, all right?
10: I think, I think I've
6: got it, though. Okay. All, all right. right. All all right. right. I Very don't good.
10: know with me. You don't know with you? I don't with know with if I You don't know. We come with me. I don't know. Tune in. I right. Tune in <laughs> and see how quickly
5: I derail today. Right. Well, by the way, send away for your peer Dakota ring ring. Hey, see you.
6: Yeah no, right. what you say. Uh let me <laughs> thank <laughs> our sponsors. <laughs> President Steve is brought to you today by uh Duncan. President yeah. Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Monster Mania fifty seven, the 10th to the 12th in Oaks, Pennsylvania. Tickets are on sale now. Uh tomorrow, our buddy comedian Joe DeRosa will be nice. stopping by. And um, we're just getting ready for a camp out for hunger. So we'll continue the countdown. We're five days away from today. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have you have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend.
3: Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> on 93.3 WMMR.
1: Shopify helps
5: businesses break sales records over the holidays with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.